entertained? Are you not entertained? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. What's up, video landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight are my wingmen, Cousin Wayne, and Nathan. I'm Chase. Quick reminder you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, and Cousin Wayne has a shitty little mouth on him. I, yes, I fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I blasphemy a lot, I swear a lot. I, I don't mean to offend people, but if I, you know, I do, I don't lose any fucking sleep over it either. It just kind of comes out. Right, cousin Wayne. Cousin Wayne. Giving it to us straight. (laughs) Also, spoiler alert: if you haven't watched the movies in tonight's verses and you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. (laughs) What's so funny about that shit? How the fuck can you ruin this shit? Who has? I mean, like, it's eighty years old. Like, (laughs) who doesn't even know about it? At least, no. So I'll be, I'll be honest. Like, I hadn't seen either of these films. And well, I knew exactly what fucking happens in in the whole. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just yeah. one of those things. Like I know, maybe you've never seen uh, the Passion, but you know that Jesus dies at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like, not much spoiling. Like, that yeah. Jesus guy gets yeah. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, no one's sitting there like, "You really gonna fucking kill that guy?" Like, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, like, he gets his ass whooped. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I, but I think the Jesus story, all right, <laughs> is a little bit more popular than like Casablanca. Or is it? <laughs> good point. Good point. But um, there, there probably does need to be an expiration on spoilers if you haven't caught up right. yet man <laughs> yeah, yeah well we were we were watching and so rachel came in halfway through uh citizen kane and he got to the end and she wasn't she was like looking at her phone and she's like so dear if you know what rosebud was and i was like it was a fucking sled dude like and she's like what is it and i was like the sled how the fuck do you, how the fuck do you not know it's the sled like, <laughs> you don't even have to have seen a movie you have to have like seen the simpsons to yeah know. i was like <laughs> pretty sure i saw yes. them, like in a maniacs like, <laughs> I mean, like everything i need to know about citizen yeah. kane i watched some cartoons <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> so if this is your first Versus episode, um, then welcome to Versus. Versus I'm is, sorry for you. <laughs> Versus is AB's Fight Club of Sorts, where we put two movies against each other and see who comes out the victor. Consider Versus the Thunderdome of movie watching, where two movies enter and only one movie leaves. We use Versus to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. We recognize the genre director's achievements by forming a list of categories, and the various category winners are award golden idols. And the films with the most golden idols wins. Simple ass shit, right? Pretty fucking simple. Just like Cousin simple Wayne's, ass uh, shit. just like Cousin Wayne's DVD collection. <laughs> yeah, real, yeah, real fucking simple. It's just, it's just Hellraiser. And don't let Wayne, don't let Cousin Wayne fool you. Did you watch Casablanca or Citizen Kane before tonight? Yes, I had. Oh my really? ass! No, no, no. <laughs> no I had. We, we watched Citizen Kane and sociology in high school, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and an ex girlfriend wow. made me watch was Casablanca. Thirty fucking years ago? Oh, well, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Just after the film was made. Right. <laughs> Fuck you. It was like in theaters. You call me right. Grandpa Wayne. <laughs> Grandpa Wayne. That's Grandpa Wayne to you, Jason. <laughs> Fuck you, whippersnapper. <laughs> no, uh, I, I was uh, made to watch these by, by I was twice, made to twice, watch these. Yeah. <laughs> twice now, thanks to Brad. I was, I was, I was, I was forced. <laughs> I, was, I was raped into watching these movies. Like Alex the Droog. <laughs> 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 Oh, I've learned my lesson, I swear. <laughs> All right, guys, some real quick um, announcements and some updates. Uh, this week, we spent the money that you donated, and now we have a ceiling. <laughs> In a full bar. <laughs> we have a full bar. 
Wayne has a jetpack. <laughs> we all came here in new cars and suckers and boobs. <laughs> no, but thank you. Uh, we yeah, we have a ceiling up. So uh, Chase, won't you explain to our listeners what's what's going on? What how are we recording tonight? I mean, we're deep into renovations. They're not quite done, but already looking great. Not as many decorations going on, but structurally, I mean, we're coming together. I think you can already tell. In the sound, I haven't heard it post-recording, obviously, but uh, we've got a little different sound even talking here, so it's going well, man. Yeah, I'm hoping that's going well. we got plastic all over the goddamn place, yeah, I haven't man. seen it like this since you first moved here. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's looking good. Um, big thanks to good. yeah, big thanks to Richard Pope, uh, Pope uh, Renovations by the Pope. Um, Richard Sweet Ass Pope. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Sweet Ass Pope. He's been doing sweet work with that sweet ass. <laughs> you know, big thanks to him. It's yeah. taken longer than what he thought. You know, and, and like oh, I said, he's doing a great. Like I've said before, though. he's a business owner, and you know, man, he's he tried to get this up in a day, but we had some problems with the garage door and everything. So. Um, he's been over here, you know, two or three days trying to get this up. So it's just eating up into his time and we're still not done. Um, so big thanks to him. Um, but I posted pictures on Facebook. If you guys, you know, yeah, pictures yeah. you know, of Richard's ass, For sure. oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. you know, so we get a little bit of hammer and nail stuff, right? Some drywall and then a picture of his ass. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, but uh, I'm going to be keeping everybody um, up to date on that. Uh, so I think this was a uh, day two um, that I posted recently. So I'm going to keep everybody up all the way until we get the fresh coat of paint um, on the ceiling. So I'm, I'm just blown away um, still and overjoyed by everyone's support. Man, this happens so quick. I've said that last Absolutely. few podcasts. But I think our goal was uh, midsummer, end mm-hmm. of summer for this. Yeah. And I was just asking the guys tonight about the color of floor that we're going to put down in here. Right. You know, I mean, that's yeah. it's happened yeah. so quick, man. So Way ahead of schedule. Yeah, way ahead of schedule. So it, it's just, it, it blows my mind what you can accomplish when you bring people together. It's all about the community, man. It's Fan about made. the community yeah. and about cock jokes, man. I don't think if our cock that's jokes were that good. That holds it together. Yeah, know? that sounds nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> In other announcements, uh, don't forget to check the website for all, all the uh, martial arts um, tournament details. Um, you might want to wait for a couple days because I still haven't posted that shit. Um, but <laughs> I, I do have a, a nice little outline that I'm putting up, um, keeping track of all the martial arts movies going into November. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a huge yeah. martial arts tournament, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, on the spot, do you want to explain this martial arts tournament? Shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we did a marathon last month, was it? Uh, we did the martial arts marathon. Uh, Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon won. I surprised the shit it, out of you on that, didn't I? Yeah, it was actually robbed of Pantheon nomination. <laughs> uh, and instead, I was told it would be thrown into a tournament to go up against every other fucking martial arts movie. <laughs> to fight another day, if you will. Yeah, to fight it. So now it has to win twice, which is, I don't know, kind of bullshit. But all right. <laughs> like, hey, if it's Pantheon, it'll, it'll win it, right? <laughs> there you go. If, if, yeah, I guess if it deserves it, it'll win it. But, but I think it's going to be fun. It is going to be, be fun. fun. It is. Gonna be I can fun. understand your frustration. No, yeah, I can't. A little bit frustrating. <laughs> I can't. But, but yeah, uh, next, what, do you want to talk about what the next one is? We're doing a Shaw Brothers Marathon. We're doing... Nice. Do you have a kickboxer? And yeah, uh, we're going to be doing... Um, that should be our next one. Uh, Blood, next. Bloodsport, I believe, two weeks ago, just turned 30... Okay. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. something on Facebook. So that's gonna be cool. Um, where we do, we're gonna be doing a, a kickboxer versus Bloodsport. I think that's that should be a great versus too. Yeah. I think Bloodsport is at they're 30, both, 33%. Very low, low. Very low. Right. But Kickboxer is at 40%. Right. And I, I would think I that they're, they're both badass movies. With the no, rabid I mean, cult following. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. the audience yeah. score is much higher than the Yeah, Kickboxer no, for score. sure. Like, they're, yeah. I would, I would say Bloodsport's probably the number one seed there, wouldn't you think? I think so. Bloodsport is, versus... Blood is the movie that got me into martial arts movies when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that it's not a great, wonderful fucking movie, but like... 
It's just fun. It's fun. Fun, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's definitely worthy of being in there with the. Yeah, I, th- oh, I yeah. think it deserves yeah. it deserves to be in the same. It's the American walk on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's such the it's such the perfect set for like the kumite of kung fu yeah. movies. It, yeah, it just follows right. that arc perfectly. Yeah. It's it's really so whoever cool. wins that will be in the bracket next to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Right. So now you're, it's gonna, not, you know it's gonna be so Colt against fucking yeah. Mike. He still gets his ass kicked in the end. Exactly. But like, yeah. it's still cool. And we're gonna go with normal, uh, you know, um, versus and marathon rules. You know, once we get to that tournament so we're gonna be doing this all year long right uh, drunken master one versus drunken master two we're gonna be nice. doing um master of the flying guillotine versus iron monkey man right. we have protector versus Ongbok. um the shaw brothers marathon is gonna happen real quick so mm-hmm. uh, i can't wait for that that's gonna be exciting and then we're also doing something pretty similar uh where we're doing all the jason movies then right. all and then all the freddy movies and then we're minus having the remakes a, minus the remakes <laughs> and then we're gonna have a massive um, Freddy versus Jason. My for Halloween. Know. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing that is in dispute, we are we're not sure if we want to add Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X into that mix. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? Yeah. What <clears throat> you'd have to run me through what's going to be included and what's not. Right, how, how many films are in each? Uh, movie? For Go sure. Ahead, cousin. All right, I'm on this shit uh, for sure. The first original, uh, first eight original Friday Thirteenth movies. Okay. We'll take it uh, from part one all the way to Jason Takes Manhattan, and then on Nightmare. And we're talking, okay, I'm sorry. Go oh ahead. no, fine. Uh, we're going to go from Nightmare on Elm Street 1, the original, all the way up to uh, Wes Craven's new Nightmare. So okay, those are so yeah, all seven. Robert England. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's uh, seven Nightmare on Elm Street movies and then eight original Friday the 13th and movies. And we'll okay. be taking off Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X. Yeah. Okay. We were kind of wondering okay we should take that, that off yeah. or add it. And right. I, I thought, you know, let's take it off. That's my own personal opinion. Okay. You know, but yeah. makes, it, makes it tighter, yeah. and I don't think those two really have too they much to add to that conversation. I mean, there's just some some dispute about Jason Goes to Hell. Well, because she makes a lot of mistakes in that movie. Yeah, they even said, you know, Jason uh, has a sister and shit like that. And in the original, she said, Jason was my only child. Yeah. So something so, pretty similar. Yeah, um, fuck Jason. It's, it's related <laughs> to how we're doing the martial arts tournament because all month we'll be looking at um, the Jason movies. And the next month we'll be looking at Freddy. And then in October mm-hmm. for a Halloween episode, the best Freddy versus the best Jason. Yeah. Right? This and, whole year is like a slow burn. Up yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we'll see if we like that structure. Maybe we'll do you know the same thing next year with you know uh, superhero films, comic book movies. Right? Oh, that'd be so, cool. Right? Yeah. Good so there's some up. ideas. That's what's kind of coming up. Um, and then last announcement that I would like to make is uh, that Children of Men is up for Pantheon consideration. Um, I think that's a, a pretty inspired pick. That, from, that's a good from Kyle, Kyle Brown, especially we right. had. Three huge juggernauts opening the season with Clerks, mm-hmm. um, Back to the Future, and Jaws. Um, so I, I really like that Children of the Men has been brought up. You know, it's a, you know, it's it's not as intimidating. Yeah, it's been so know? long since I've seen that. I remember enjoying it quite a bit. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's re-watch. hard to follow Jaws as well as a pick. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? right. <laughs> what, what am I going to pick? That's like. Yeah. Yeah. And Jaws was a perfect vote too. Yeah. yeah. We had the uh, second one, I think. Well, third, third if you third. count. Yeah, Die yeah. Hard. <clears throat> Uh, but no, third if you count. Um, so Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit was one. Yeah, from Rachel. Uh, singing in the April rain. singing in the rain. Oh, singing in the rain was too. You're right. Yeah, okay. yeah. And now Jaws. So um, we have Rachel, April, and um, mm-hmm. Josh are in the the perfect okay. perfect pantheon club yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, everyone has uh, what tomorrow about two weeks uh, to to vote in that uh, Children of Men poll. Right. Right. Know? So get your ass to the polls. <laughs> that was my best Schwarzenegger. But uh, all right, guys. <laughs> Don't quit your job. (laughs) (laughs) I won't. The 2018 Oscars um, was last week. So I I thought it was a good ceremony. I had fun with, uh, I had a fun night with friends. You know, we, we, we shot the shit. We talked about movies. But viewership was down for the fourth consecutive year, uh, falling nearly 20% from 2017. Um, But Cousin Wayne, 
you could give a shit. I, I don't give two fucks about the Oscars. I mean, I just they're a fucking you, joke. Cultured swine. And I am so, <laughs> and I am so thankful you that the American uh, people are waking up and realizing this. They're so. I mean, they're just such shit. You know, <laughs> you take these movies. Nobody but the snobbiest motherfuckers even heard of these goddamn mm-hmm. things. And, and people are waking up to that. They're like, you know what? Nobody gives a shit about these movies. Why the fuck should I watch this? I don't think you that's know? the case. But I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep on thinking, motherfucker. But the polls are showing it's going down. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't think no one wants to watch the Oscars because it's kind of boring. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Look, look at the last... What's the last... Let's look at the last 10 years of Oscars. I mean, I know you don't give a shit, but you're doing a, a conversation night, Casablanca versus right. Citizen Kane, which, you know, are tied to that family. So I'm very curious to see what you think tonight. Of Casablanca versus Citizen Kane. <laughs> I think we have a good closing statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for, for me, it's... Um, I get where you're coming from to a certain extent. Like, you know, the ten movies that were nominated this year, not my favorite movies. I think I only had one on my top ten list for right. this year, and it happened to be my number eight. You know, last year I had a lot of respect for La La Land that won. Um, but the movies this year really didn't do it for me, but the Oscars... It, it's you know, La, La La Land didn't win last year. Right? No, it it did well, for five yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, no, it just makes sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it did. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it did, and then Moonlight won <laughs> right afterwards. Oh, Jesus Christ! But uh, uh, no, it's it's my Super Bowl. It's it's yeah. a time that I put you know to the side to to tailgate, if you would, right, and talk about movies, and and I usually get drunk, sit on the couch, and, bitch. You know, about the movies that were nominated. And, you know, there's some good things that come out of this. I mean, Roger Deakins fucking won his his uh, cinematography award this year, which is right. badass. I mean, he was nominated for 14. He was the guy who shot um, Blade Runner 2049, All right. which All right. looks fucking amazing. That was a good yeah. it, it, yeah. it is the best-looking film of, yeah. 20, of, of 2049. That was, <laughs> that was my favorite movie last year, to be was honest. It? Yeah. Of last year. But um, what do you think about the Oscars, Chase? So, yeah, I, I don't watch. I don't... I, can't say that I ever have. I get some of your sentiment where you're coming from, where it seems a little bit self-congratulatory. It seems like a little sort of club that is like giving each other awards. There's a sort of weirdness to it, and I don't really buy into celebrity as much. But I will say I've seen a couple of them that were up this year. I liked Get Out, right? Like Get Out was actually halfway decent. I'll give that, it that. Am I even that was nominated this year? Yeah, yeah. Winning yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm totally out yeah, of the yeah. loop. But um, and you know there was like cultural heat surrounding it, and I kind of like. I took some of the cues that that they were setting out in that in that film, and I like I said, I liked it for everything that it was worth. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. what I don't know if it was as pivotal as pivotal as some people have put it or whatever, but you know, I liked it. I will say one other thing, uh, and I wish this was mine. It's not. Um, it's about a different film in there, but um, Grinding Nemo. Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comes from Twitter. Yeah, that's not my shit. <laughs> about you, Nate. I don't give a fuck about the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, yes. man. I don't like the Oscars. I don't like the Grammys. I don't watch any of that mm. shit. Um, I would enjoy it, like, if next year... Shit, I'll come over and watch the fucking Oscars with you mm. or whatever, you know what I mean? But, like, I could give a shit less, yeah. man. I, I really don't care what other people think about a movie or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, I said on Facebook, we were talking about it before, you know, like, Taylor Swift has more Grammys than the Beatles. Like, okay, fuck off. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Shit, you know, like, I just don't think it's... I think that we go about you know, celebrating films in the most robotic and corporate way that you could. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't feel like that is in line with, like, most people that I talk to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I saw a Shape of Water, like, I liked it, didn't <laughs> love it. You know what I mean? I walked out of the theater being like, I mean, I don't know if it's the best fucking picture. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't get, like, that. I was, I liked it. 
Um, Best fucking scene. Yeah, I'll tell you, you, that. you and I were uh, we were commenting back and forth on your post. I think it was your post um, that night where Oscars went up. You were talking. Oh about yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, every so you can expect people to be one thing, and that's fucking people. right. Right. People are fuckheads. All right. I don't care if they're handing out awards in L.A. or if they're in a you know a newly remodeled studio in Lafayette, Indiana, over a <laughs> right. podcast. All of us are fuckheads. <laughs> okay, yeah, trying remember to get... that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, and everybody celebrates different ways. I mean, you're not a big Oscar guy. You're, you're not. A, you're not a big. Um, you're a big horror fan. Yeah, it's yeah. probably why you like fucking Get Out so much. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> but, but um, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the awards, like you look out. Uh, I think it was um, Jennifer Lawrence is on the the voting. Um, committee for for Oscars, you know, I don't know how big that the the voting members are, but uh, there was a rumor going around that she popped in Phantom Thread, right? Watched like five minutes, she's like, I'm bored, you know, and uh, so she didn't even give that movie the uh, the time of day, you mm-hmm. know, which sucks. When you're a voting member, you probably should. Sure. So it's probably yeah, it's I don't you know understand completely like ten movies nominated for Oscars. That's kind of weird too, you know. I like how they they made it a tight five back in the day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got my issues with it, but it's a day that I reserve. You know, it's uh, it's my it's my Super Bowl. It's, right. It's my movie day. You know, so I get pumped about it. Um. But anyway, guys, viewership was down. Um. Even our president tweeted about it. He said lowest rated. Of course he did. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> lowest rated Oscars in history. Problem is, we don't have stars anymore except your president. You, Are you fucking serious? That's, that's a, a real, real tweet? <laughs> Just kidding, of course, is what he said in parentheses. A new phrase that we say every single fucking day now that, like, are you serious? That was real? When Holy you got a douchebag saying something's bad, you know it's bad. <laughs> you know, and, and we come from a generation, you know, that has Kurt Russell's Harrison Ford's, right? Yeah. But, I mean, this generation has their fucking stars, too. You look at Chris Pratt, man. His fucking dick is on fire, man. <laughs> you know, we've, been say, we've been saying that since day one. Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, they got their fucking stars. Um, but yeah, the president, he can go get fucked by Harvey Weinstein as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Probably has. <laughs> yeah. But uh, some highlights. He's the best fan. <laughs> some highlights, guys. Um, Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so awesome. <laughs> if that doesn't represent what the fucking Oscars are, I don't yeah. know what does. So I think man. he might be tied with Tarantino. Tarantino won a screenplay Oscar, right? I think, for, I think he did for Pulp Fiction, I think. So okay. he's tied with Tarantino. He has, sure. he has one more Oscar than Christopher Nolan. <laughs> So yeah, I get it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's my day. It's my day to celebrate movies. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you just um, watch the movies you want to watch and celebrate? Yeah. Them? Well, how about you suck my cock and, and let me get through this? <laughs> you started this shit. I didn't want to do it to begin um, with. Some dude stole Francis McDormand's yeah. Oscar statuette. That's beautiful. Crazy. Did you see this? I didn't yeah. see it. Oh my god! I showed you the picture. Yeah, though. yeah. That was the first. This yeah, dude, he has no shame. <laughs> he stole the Oscar. How did he get it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he got it. And he started taking selfies. That's so awesome. Like, like he's like, I got your trophy, bitch. <laughs> you know, I don't know what he said, but you don't just go. You're gonna get caught. Yeah. He did get caught, and now he's you know facing felony charges. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why I watched the Oscars for crazy shit like that. Last year they gave it to La La Land. Took it, it took after it right after back. everybody got yeah, on yeah. stage, told him to go sit the fuck down, <laughs> and they gave it to Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's crazy. That's and then um, last but not least, the Oscar for Best Picture was awarded to that fish fucking movie. <laughs> the Driving shape. Nemo, as it shall <laughs> always yeah. be called. Yeah. yeah, the Shape of Water. <laughs> okay, that's so. What a fucking year. Yeah. Did you did you see Shape of Water? Yes, I have. What do you think of that? I think it is a blatant, and I mean blatant, fucking ripoff of Creature from the Black Lagoon. They didn't fuck the creature though, did they? Uh, no. Well, for one thing, Creature from Black Lagoon. You know, what? if Creature from Black Lagoon were made today. 
I think there would be one. Yeah. I've seen in there. If they would have fucked the creature back in, when was that made? Oh, God. 40 something. Yeah. I don't know. There would not be, it would have killed Universal. <laughs> <laughs> or tripled their profits. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, because there's a scene of creature in the Black Lagoon when uh, she, uh, the main female lead, I cannot think of her name right now, is swimming and the creature is right under her. I mean, just like this. And he's watching, he's moving. Like balls exactly. in her face? Yep. Might as well. It's not a 69. He's from the <laughs> <laughs> Genital to genital, though. It's pretty close. I'll yeah. give it that. And there's almost like this romantic intrigue there. And then this fuckhead comes along and makes a move where he's like, you know what? I'm going to take that a step further. We, we, we were going to take that a few steps for her, further. Uh-huh. And she's going to fuck this fish. <laughs> I, I, the movie itself wasn't bad, but just to see something like that win an award when it's such a blatant ripoff. Is just yeah, like, so wow. I, so I absolutely I watched Shape of Water in the theater before Oscars, and I walked out of that movie. I love the villain. I love the way this movie was shot. I love the. Uh, yeah, it had a lot of good I love things the going for it. I but... love the soundtrack. I, I I like Shape of Water, guys. Well, you like I, Quentin, I mean, like say he's turning into Quentin Tarantino, just blatantly ripping shit off. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big fan of Guillermo del Toro, no, no, you don't as it is. Water. Yeah, but I really like Shape of Water, and I wish <clears> that they would have just kept it a classic, traditional 1940s tale. Where a woman just you know um, you can you can tell that maybe she's in love with it but she just rescues it and they you just, just go on their way. Give me a nineteen forties version of this fucking you shit. Go right watch here. Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I, God I, I there is one. So there you go. There you go. Um, but man, I tell you what, if this was a movie about um, a, a woman going into the zoo, all right, and and feeding a gorilla eggs, okay, <laughs> rescuing it, taking it home, and, and fucking, fucking the gorilla. We'd be t- having a different conversation. Is the gorilla like a like a sentient gorilla? <laughs> the, like it's like, Africans, like a gorilla god. Know, the like, Africans thought it was god. Fucking sentient okay. man. Yeah, ancient <laughs> Africans thought this gorilla was god. Like, 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 like it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't bother. Like King Kong. It, yeah. Is he enormous? No, he's small. Okay, he's small. <laughs> well, normal size. Yeah, normal size. Comparable to the the, the, yes. the female. I cannot believe we were having this conversation. <laughs> but wait, hey, okay, just if you're listening right now, our the, next episode no, will be about bestiality. Go- if, if you're listening no. to this conversation, Google Gorilla God. I'm sure it's out there. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, kind of, kind of. As long as we're in this area, I will say, <laughs> John Lilly's got to be pissed because he, 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 he lets a couple research students take LSD and fuck some dolphins and loses all his grants. And now this movie comes out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He's got to well, be upset. Yes. Why are we telling people? Well, God, they made fight a film that with some famous people. Yeah, he's trying to do his crazy animal mind reading yeah, experiment. Shit. Shut down. There was a bunch of people in Washington that would go. They'd get on a plane. They would fly to Washington. They would fuck horses. <laughs> and they shut that shit down. What? Yeah, yeah no, this is no there's shit. A, there's a, there's a documentary, a really good documentary called um, something about the zoo, isn't it? Or I think it's just called Zoo. Yeah, Z O O. I think so. Yeah. And these these fuckers, man, these cowboys would fly to Texas or no, sorry, Washington. Ha- look this up. Like senators? Yeah. Look up Zoo. Yeah. No. No. Um, <laughs> just rich motherfuckers. Okay. I remember. The one we're saying. The one. Yeah. Brandon actually watched this on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes, I've yes, not yes. Seen it, but I. Boom. Yeah. No. They, that's a thing that exists. Yeah. And they shut them down. This is the greatest pre-episode conversation we've ever had. Yeah. I'm not making a case for bestiality right now. I'm making. Glad you cleared that up. Just making a point. I was going to talk with you after this episode. Right. Now I don't have to edit you out. Talk happy. <laughs> 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 a little bump. Oh, oh so. 
Nathan? Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah, want man. to remind everyone so that we're really... talking about two of the most storied films of all time. Yes. <laughs> like, so this should... is our preamble. <laughs> so you really dug it. I liked it. I think if you, I think if you <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I've, I've read. I, 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 I get. I get what you're saying. It doesn't bother me. Uh-huh. Um, I think if you like Michael Shannon's character in this, just go watch fucking Boardwalk Empire because he's the exact same fucking mm-hmm. character. Yeah, I um, liked him in this. I think if you like Doug Jones, you can just go watch fucking Hellboy or anything else Doug Jones has been in. He'll, 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 he'll he's in Star you. Trek right now too, right? He is in Star Trek right now, and it's, yeah. he's phenomenal in that as well. Um, is he fucking anybody? <laughs> uh, not yet, but, but he'll get there. I, I, I just see a kill being fucking somebody. I wonder if Trump watched Shape of Water. He's always uh, commenting. There's on no Oscar. way. Grab him by the gills. Does he watch the Kickboxer <laughs> over and over and just fast forward to the fighting? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has. It's he, Bloodsport, isn't it? I think it's is it Bloodsport or Kickboxer? Bloodsport. I think. Well, Don't matter. fucking tell me that Trump no. and watches one of his favorite No, but he has he has the rat faced one. Fast forward to the fight scenes for him. I swear, like who's the rat Pence? No, the son. The Kushner. Oh, one of his actual. Yeah, like, I, I can see, I can see Kushner like, like slapping his hand <laughs> trying to get to the button. I'll do it, Dad. What if he's worth a Yeah, don't ruin that fucking oh, movie for God. me. Yeah, the movie is I actually, dude, this is gonna blow your mind. Bloodsport and Citizen Kane. Shut the fuck up. No, but he fixates on the word Rosebud. His, his whole takeaway from the movie was the word Rosebud. Like, yeah, what? It's a great word. Everyone's saying it now. Before the movie, no one was saying it. Yeah, now everyone's saying it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rosebud. Best word ever. Rosebud. Kumite. So it was a crazy fucking year, but um, at least you guy give some Roger Deakins, man. Yeah, he fucking won finally. Yeah. God bless him. No, that's cool. <laughs> but so we all have different opinions, right, on the Academy Awards. Um, but the Academy Awards they were created to um, recognize excellence in cinema. It, it's it's a lost thing now, or to blow you know? each other, depending on who you're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's like the big wigs in Hollywood are just jacking each other off. There does seem like there's it. a disconnect from like the lineage we're talking about. You yeah, know? yeah, right. Like, the, like that classic Hollywood is. It's thing changed so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. But then, so the Oscars aren't right, right? But if we go too far to the left, we get into the MTV Awards. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the Golden Idols tonight are a perfect place to start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I thought the Oscars would be <laughs> would be Christ. a great time to recognize two juggernauts yeah. of cinema, two of the best classic award-winning black and white films ever <clears throat> made. Cousin Wang. All right, we are doing Citizen Kane versus Casablanca. Uh, Citizen Kane, made 1941, directed by Orson Welles, starring Orson Welles, Joseph Cotton, and Dorothy Gore. Uh, IMDb score 8.4 and Rotten Tomatoes score of 100%. percent I'm pretty sure it's 100% like <laughs> viewer and critic. Yeah, I, I, I know it's real close. I think the other one was like 97 or yeah. something like that. It was nominated for nine Academy Awards. It won... Or best um, Screenplay, I think. Yeah, Best Screenplay mm-hmm. and also considered one of the greatest films, if it not was. the greatest right, film. the greatest film of all yeah. time. And then uh, Casablanca, 1942, directed by uh, Michael Curtis, uh, starring Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman, 
Paul Henry and Claude Rains, uh, IMDb score of 8.5, Rotten Tomatoes score of 97%. Well, and it won Best Picture, I think, yeah, in the Academy Awards. I think it won Best Director, <clears throat> uh, Best Adapted Screenplay, mm-hmm. Iconic Film, also considered. These are some know, huge, these are the biggest ones we've ever done. De- depending on who you ask, it's seriously, you know, Casablanca, yeah. Citizen Kane. They you know? I think it's timeless. It's yeah. AFI, I mean. Number one is Citizen Kane on AFI. Number three, I think, is Citizen. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Casablanca. Yeah. Even si- uh, Sight and Sound. You know, they're yeah. they're really high on that. I think uh, I think Citizen Kane just got replaced by Vertigo. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but, you might be right. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. it's still high. I mean, top yeah. five on there. You yeah. know, so a lot right. of the big sites: Citizen Kane, Casablanca, Vertigo. There's some some of the big ones. Um, but no matter our opinion tonight, guys, both films have had a lasting <clears throat> influence. I think we can agree. Oh on yeah, that. yeah, without a doubt. Um, so tonight. Out of AFI's top two films, are you a Casablanca kind of guy or a Citizen Kane kind of guy? That's the question. Let's figure this shit out. Um, we took off Best Kill tonight, though. Uh, yeah. So if you, if you listen to these awards uh, regularly, uh, we took out Best Kill. So I think we only have 17 categories tonight. 17 or 18. Yeah, 17 yeah. or 18 categories. 17. So, Cousin Wayne, you ready? I am ready. All right. Best location in this classic versus goes to. Uh, I went with Rick's Bar in Casablanca. Uh, it, it just really stood out for me. I mean, there's so much going on in this place. Uh, so this, uh, you've got you know so many transactions going on here in such a hard, hard time. You've got Nazis all over the fucking place. A lot of deals are being made under the table. <clears throat> a lot of big wigs, hot shots. You've got uh, from every every side. Is coming in here. You've got these people from Casablanca. You've got Nazis coming in. You've got French coming in. And it's just such a melting pot of individuals, melting ideas. Pot, it is. Yeah. And I, I think, if, you know, where you can just come in, have a beer. And he, uh, I think Rick himself, he said, no politics in here. Mm-hmm. He even shoved a, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, a French and a Nazi journal off to the right. side. He's like, knock your shit off, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You know, what a beautiful location. Yeah. I loved it. So, okay, let me <clears throat> let me set the fucking stage for you, right? Like, bum, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> a private mountain. 100,000 trees, 20,000 tons of marble, paintings, pictures, statues, the very stones of many another palace, a collection of everything so big it can never be cataloged or appraised, enough for 10 museums, the loot of the world, the cost no man can say. So you have to be something really special to beat Xanadu, and Rick's Bar still does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Rick's Cafe American. Uh, <laughs> That is the best free answer I've ever heard, man. Uh, so I had that for best best location. Uh, Rick's Gin Joint is this upscale nightclub and gambling den at the heart of Casablanca full of thieves, French and German officials, refugees from all across war-torn, war-torn Europe and Africa, American expatriates and jazz musicians. Uh, you know, what I really like about this is that, like, it's so colorful. Like, for a place that's in black and white... It's so fucking like vibrant and colorful and alive, and you just like you forget that it's in black and white. You know what I mean? Like exactly. um, It's it's just fucking remarkable. Like it it is though. It is you know, Casablanca was adapted from a stage play, so things have to be kind of set in one location for a lot of things. But and so like it, those locations have to be really good. And Rick's is. Everybody fucking comes. Everybody comes to Rick's, right? That's the line. Like. Or you can go to the Ferrari's Blue Parrot. <laughs> or you can go to the Blue Parrot, which I think is actually pretty legit, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's only if you want a visa and a handjob. Right. <laughs> That's where you can go in the back and pay people to piss on your face. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Parrot. No. Well, that's where Trump would be, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's That'd be that's awesome, the piss right? tapes from. Is this where you right. to fuck a fish? <laughs> <laughs> I hear, I hear the best place to fuck a fish. <laughs> 
That's funny. Oh, man, I can't top any of that, so I will humbly agree. <laughs> I, I'm going with Rick's as well, man. Cafe Americaine. Um, I, I can get. I, I'm gonna second all the things that you said. Just the unique feel, the atmosphere. Um, just this this place that's a refuge in the middle of this like sort of chaotic. Uh, there, there's conflict as well as camaraderie in here. You can see people getting along in these like warring factions, rubbing shoulders. Really crazy, and it's like it's a proxy for sort of the world at that time and yeah. more than that just yeah. like that micro world that that they're in right there this north african place that's sort of a part of occupied france all these different forces like nothing's everything's complicated nothing's simple there nothing's right. cut and dry uh very crazy and that was just like a proxy for it and i could feel the stage roots in it that you mentioned you could tell it comes from that because uh they made it part of the story you know so right on yep uh and i also, I also thought of it sort of like uh like an estuary, like brackish waters, you know, where it's mm. sort of like the river meets the ocean, yeah, and yeah. you get this swirling effect of like the different, like that was the image in my nice head. Nice analogy, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So that's that was my takeaway. Right on. Don't fuck this up, Brad. Uh, <laughs> if, if presented with the option, I'm always gonna go with the cantina from Star Wars. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Rick's Cafe in yeah. Casablanca. Good, man. Uh, but there were like what 100 plus movies produced in 1942 uh, with recycled sets um, on a low budget, but yeah. you know even with those recycled sets and you've probably seen uh, versions of Casablanca in other movies, but there's just something special, you know, about Rick's, um, you know, cafe. But it's, it's a very simple set, um, you know, a lot of shadows on walls, smoke-filled rooms, arched doorways, um, but intrigue, like, at every table, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty, much the, it, it's pretty much the cantina in Star Wars. Yeah, um, it kind of is. It's I a mecca, image, yeah, yeah, it's that, a mecca, from, uh, a it's a mecca for scum and villainy, pit, uh, pickpockets, gamblers, hustlers. But it's also the safe haven for refugees and would-be heroes right. mm-hmm. um, that could potentially impact the war, you know, and potentially the world. Yep. You know, so I'm going Rick's Cafe. I do really like Xanadu. <clears throat> I, I do really do yeah, like it. But, a lot but of you potential. hear about it more than you see. Exactly. exactly. You know that was my problem. The parts exactly. where you do just the grand halls and the giant fireplaces. Which yeah. is crazy yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. But, I just yeah. felt jipped. Even, you know the, pra- I mean? even yeah. the sort of practical effects part in the opening on the newsreel where they're showing it from a distance <laughs> and you can tell it's sort of like they're, they're filming a, you know. A it's like a map. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, still really cool. You know, yeah. you know, that newsreel I think was like probably my only criticism about Citizen Kane. I you don't like that. Well, I did. In doses, but it's like that thing went it just on. Went on. I forgot, we're on about fifteen minutes. I forgot right? it was a fucking newsreel. Well, right? yeah, you know, I yeah, yeah. it. I'm like, am I watching a documentary here? What's mm-hmm. you know? yeah. well, that was part of what I like because it was sort of like an artifact of another time yeah. when the news yeah. doesn't look like it does. Today. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Thing, true. You know what I'm saying so, and it was their take on that. So yeah, yeah. It was like, well, yeah, and their their take on it is different from the take that obviously that you hear from the retellings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. like their memories of things that happened and what's actually recorded is what happened or different things. And, yep. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Nice. Um, so Cousin Wayne, uh, best character? Uh, I went with Rick, uh, Casablanca. Uh, you know, at first he kind of comes off as such an asshole. You know, I think, my God, this guy's the main character. Humphrey Bogart's such a prick. Mm. You know, but as the story goes on, you learn so much more about him. Why he's an asshole. And when Elsa comes in, he starts to just slowly gradually, you know, become more more human. Mm-hmm. You know, and Humphrey Bogart being such a wonderful actor, I mean, he just, you know, the character was so played out. I, I love, like, seeing how his story unraveled and how his attitude slowly changed and how his deeds slowly changed, like, a, giving those one people, like, a free pass to get the fuck out of there, even though he's right. not going to piss off Louis because yeah. of the yeah. girl, you know. And I, it was just great watching that character develop until the end. Yeah, he's super cool. I, I, he, he is definitely an idealist, but in the beginning, you, you know, he's... 
he's the cynic, right? But that's like this armor that he has. Yeah, after yeah I Paris. stick my neck out for no one. Right, right exactly. Well, he he's America in the in the story. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? he really is. And yeah, then, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, what is that quote from Reynolds? Like he says something about like. Um, you're, you're very cynical, but deep down you're a sentimentalist. Yeah, yeah. You know, something, he fought, something he like fought that. in the Spanish War and then yeah, he fought against else. Franco. He fought the yeah. fascist, uh, yeah. yeah, against uh, Franco yeah. and in and Ethiopia, he, yeah, Ethiopia exactly. as well. Smuggling Gun guns, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, he clearly is an idealist, but, like, after everything that happened but with Elsa. Disillusioned, too, because they lost and, and, right, and exactly. France yeah. fell. And, I mean, everywhere he's gone, you know, he's he was run to North Africa by Nazis. So, you know, right. you, you could see him being in a defensive shell that way. For sure, yeah. Yeah. I, so I really like him. I went with Charles Foster Kane. I think he's an incredibly complex and well-realized character. You know, I think it's cool that we're sympathetic to him. Okay, there's lots of... I like people that are flawed, like flawed yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, I love especially... I love especially when you have a character who, like... Like like in Breaking Bad, you got a character who, like, eventually becomes the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a uh, raging bull. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, have a, you have a character who's, like... He's his own fucking enemy, basically. And, like, he's just so fucking complicated... And that's the way Charles Foster Kane is, right? I mean, like, we're right sympathetic on. to him because we see where he came from and why he thinks the way he does. And, and, you know, but even then, like, he's pushing everyone away from him. And, you know, he, he fucking dies alone. And, like, yeah, I think it's fucking, like, he's basically fucking Mr. Burns. You know what I mean? And, then, like, somehow you make me feel for that guy. Like, right. um, sympathize with him. You sympathize with yeah. him, yeah. And, like, yeah, I, I just think Orson Welles, first of all, is a fucking amazing actor. And, yeah. Uh, and the way he wrote him, like they, he painted a narcissist before there was a word for it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's really all I had on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, it's Charles Foster Kane. I, Kane was great, man. But I, I went with uh, Humphrey Bogart's character in Casablanca with uh, with Rick, man, Pickle nice. Rick. <laughs> no, Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Yeah, that's that's so awesome. <laughs> all right. I, for some reason, I thought Rick Sanchez had to get out of that movie. You want to get out of that movie? Let me use my, tra- but, yeah, my like, dimensional transporter. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the dude, the dude's this enigmatic expat. Uh, he's got this mysterious past. You know, no one knows much about him, but he's shown as just being universally respected. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in this slimy world that he moves in, that's full of like payoffs and 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 just grifters and everything, he comes out looking like. Somehow squeaky clean, maybe. But not. he's just as dirty. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what's so cool about it. He's just as fucking dirty as everybody he, he else. He operates like, by a code, and it he's might so not, sophisticated about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah. It might not be like a moral code, but he does have a code, and, right. and the people around him don't even uh, always. It's not even discernible to them all the time. One of them even says, "One rarely knows." Uh, uh, Signor Ferrari says, "One rarely knows what Rick will do or why." Uh, like he's hard to read, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, and but they they start pulling at some of those threads when you start hearing about. Um, about Spain and Ethiopia, and you start to see, oh, like, because he's rubbing shoulders with these Nazis, and and it doesn't come off good for him at first, but you start to see it wasn't always this way, you know, it builds this whole story behind it, man, and it sort of fills in, they never tell you exactly why, um, why he couldn't come back to America, but, like, the Lincoln brigades yeah. that fought in Spain weren't welcomed at home. They were they were thought yeah. they were communists and anarchists. Like right. J. Edgar Hoover persecuted him and shit. So there's this whole deep, rich history of uh, like you know, is he a fucking communist? Right. Like, like, yeah. you, you never know. Yeah. You, you yeah. know there's all these threads. So and, and crazy, crazy, uh, just sort of complex. And yeah, it's neat. So I went with him. Right on. Uh, best character. Man, I love Charles Foster Kane. I really do. Uh, but if I'm ever given the option, I'm going with Han Solo. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Rick Blaine from Casablanca. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a, he's the original scoundrel, man. Um, I to, to quote Captain Renault, man. Um, Rick is the kind of man that, well, if I were a woman and I were not around. <laughs> I should be in love with Rick, yeah. but what a fool am I talking to a beautiful woman about another man. I mean, he's pretty much the Tyler Durden of Casablanca. <laughs> men, men want to be him, and women want to fuck him. All right? He's charming. And he wants to make soap. <laughs> he's charming. He's mysterious. Um, something I love about Rick is we don't even know why the fuck he's in Casablanca. We don't know why he yeah. got kicked out of, of America, why he can't return to America. You know, right. um, he says that it's uh, for his health. That he wanted to be around the water, <laughs> yeah. you know, but there's right. no fucking water. He was like, what? Was he was a misinformed. bullshitter, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a bullshitter. Like, uh, I love where, uh, like, you know, the Nazis are shaking him down and they ask him his nationality. He says, yeah. I'm a drunkard. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Which makes him that, a citizen man. of the world. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think he also had dossier, oh, my eyes are brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Are my eyes really brown? Yeah. Just ice ice water in his veins. Yeah. His past relationship with Elsa has made him cynical, but deep down... You know, he's a good man. Even Renault said, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a very he's very sentimental. Um, but uh, Rick says he sticks his neck out for nobody, but he's always fighting for the underdog, you know, mm. uh, running guns in, in um, Ethiopia, you know. But he's a survivor. Um, and I like the little character beats. Like, you know, he plays chess, drinks, likes good music. Um, definitely my favorite character. But I love his rules that he goes by, too. Um, never drink with a customer. Um, never pick up the check. Um, everyone pays in cash. Um, I'll get into some other character traits later, but yeah, Rick clearly was was my favorite character. Right. That takes us to best screen duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I went with Casablanca. Uh, I went with Rick and Sam. Uh, Rick and Sam. Yeah. Well, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam first comes off as just a simple piano man. Careful, yeah. careful. Yeah, nothing more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no. That's, 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 I like that. Yeah, I'll careful. go back there. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Cousin Wayne lives in uh, the country. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how he comes off as just, as just a piano man. Okay. Right. You don't think too much of me. He's just the entertainment. You okay, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like, hey, play the song, Sam. He's just a great piano player. But you find out him and Rick have such a, a history together. There's so much more to Sam than just a simple piano man. They fuck fish together. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love to go to Washington to fuck horses. No. Um, seriously, I mean, they, you could tell they didn't really touch on it too much, but they've been through some shit. Yeah. yeah. And there's a tight bond there. And I love watching the little bits of history you get. Like uh, when Elsa first left him, he had to hand that note. And he's like, come on, come on, Rick, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, come yeah, on, come on. on. Rick, let's get the fuck out of here, Rick. Right. Rick, let's get the fuck out of here. God damn Nazis are coming, Rick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was Nazis. so great seeing that. And you could almost tell they were so close. And it was great finding yeah. out why a little bit. Yeah. You know, what a great duo. I'm I'm glad you went there because that was an honorable mention for me. Awesome. And a little tidbit. That's is, why I like uh, you, Chase. The Abraham Lincoln brigade, brigades that fought in Spain, that fought against uh, Franco, were the first integrated units in the American military. Oh, no shit. Oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. So, like, even again, like that, it just like maybe it they fits. fought together. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah maybe they did. Yeah. That's cool. Damn, and, yeah, I didn't even know. That would make sense. And know? sort of like, you were kind of touching on, they did write him as this you know, he's called boy at one point and he's yeah. sort of easily manipulated and he, he they give him positive character attributes, but they're sort of like diminutive ones. He's he's super loyal and he's sort of um and I think, you know, like problematic as that is, you have to take it for the time. Like even right. then they're I yeah. think they're trying to write him as like 
a woke good guy. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, he's got... It's 1943. Right, no right. Yeah. So, so some of it, you kind of have to take it for what it is and, and just sort of like interrogate that a little yep. bit. And right. if something strikes you funny, like, you know, you, it might take an extra second to process that. You know what I right. mean? But yeah. it, it's still definitely worthwhile No, I watch. fucking love like, that yeah. book. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And they are a good team. Even yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, just, yeah. they're spot on together. No, yeah, and what you guys have been saying, like, like when I'm watching this, <laughs> not a whole lot, you know, that's, that's on your know, screen, but... You feel history. Exactly. There's a lot of history. With good acting, you can pull that off. Yeah, you know? yeah. They, they yeah, did yeah. it. And I'll, I'll bring some of them more up later, but go ahead, Nate. Oh, mine was Rick and Elsa. I mean, uh, for me, it's no it's no fun. I, I like That's fucking got, great, yeah, too. Like, There's great yeah, they are duos. Good. Yeah, I like, I like where you're going with that. I, very, I, get, I get what you're saying. I think they only have... I can think of one scene, really... It's that you know of all the gin joints, all that scene where Sam comes up and he's like, he's like, look, boss, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and then you really yeah. feel that's the only time I can really think of them really like playing off of each other and stuff. And when he's right. uh, fall down drunk and he's telling him, "You gonna go to bed?" He's like, "Nah, no, yeah, 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 I'm gonna stay up. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. stay up with you yeah, all like, night. I'm not going to bed. No matter either. how pissy Rick's getting with him, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just fucking drive. I'll we'll go fishing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's just. But I love too when everybody tells Sam like you know to play this song and like the first time he's like bullshit no and then finally someone tells him again he's just like god damn man, yeah. man I want to play the fucking song I know it's not good for you guys <laughs> so you went with Ilsa I saw yeah I went with Rick yeah, that's a great pick yeah, I think pick. It's, yeah, I, I mean honestly it's the core focus of the of the film right they uh, they have to choose I love the, first of all I love their, their chemistry mm-hmm. it's fucking great they have to choose between like what they want in their hearts and then their principles. You know what I mean? What they, what they know yeah. that they want versus what they know that is right. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a remarkably like mature relationship. It's not like some fairy tale romance or whatever. Yeah. They don't even end up together in the end. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's that's the adult choice. You know what I mean? It's, it's sometimes love isn't about just getting everything you want. It's about letting something go and, and focusing on what's better for everyone. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you she just came off to me as a horrible person. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, no, in, I think, they're in France. And then all, at the last minute, they're making these plans, and he's totally in love with her. Right. He well, gets she's letter, in love with him. I mean, it's she's not, like, oh, she yeah, just, sorry. She just I'm found married. out that, her, her, that Victor just got a <laughs> tough situation. Camp. Right. So, so when the Nazis come in, that's what's, it's what's neat. When the Nazis come into, into France... You're you're led to believe through the story that it's kind of just the horror of, of war that kind of yeah. tears them apart. But that's she finds out that Laszlo's still alive. You yeah. mean it's it's she, she's scared <laughs> he's going to stay for her sake too. She's right, scared. exactly. She, she ghosted him for his own good in a way. And you make a really good point because their interests don't even line up half the time. It's yeah. like a I right. want you, you want me yeah. kind of like mix up the whole way. She through. was horny. Her 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 bed was cold. And he's a fucking stud. <laughs> okay? I even mean when he's Han fucking so mean when Victor. Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> I even mean when everybody's kind of intentions are good and they're putting their cards on the table, like they're wanting different things nice at fun. different times. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah just, it's a cool relationship. Yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah, yeah, really good pick. So uh, where are you going? Well, I get I I feel dumb now because that should uh, Foster Kane and his money <laughs> <laughs> and his, his Scrooge McDuck safe. That no, that made me horny. Scrooge McDuck safe. But uh, no, because that that was such a great pick, and I guess just uh, in my mind it, when I'm thinking screen duo, I have like like a buddy cop scenario in my head. So yeah. I, I I yeah, that's just the doofus that is me. So. So I went with Rick and Captain Renault. And Renault, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's a great one, too, yeah. though. I yeah. mean, that, it was. 
and just all their mm-hmm. back and forth. Uh, you know, they had they had competing interests too. Mm-hmm. But and, and Rick uh, even had a gun on him. <laughs> yeah, different different points. They were directly opposed, but oh, yeah. sort of still friendly. Like. They respected each other in a way, but kind of like there was a loathing there too. A, yeah, he even set aside weird relationship with yeah, the yeah. Lebanon or Lebanon yeah. or whatever. And uh, yeah, a strong arm relationship that sort of cut both ways. There, there yeah. were payoffs and bribes and yeah. just slickness yeah. and mm-hmm. this a strange back and forth, uh, which made that final line in the movie like all the more poignant. Probably added right. to why it, yeah. it had the sticking power. They had another really great line uh, where he's. He's sort of talking to Rick about his own mysterious past and, uh, you know, saying he wonders why he can't go back. I like to think you killed a man, but that's a romantic in me. Uh, that, yeah, that was good shit. <laughs> yeah. Very good Man, uh, that's... I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, they, they share the same character arc, too. They both go from yeah. being sort of cynics to being idealists. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. I mean? they, both, they both stand up for what they believe in in the end. True, yeah, that <clears> is true. I, I guess I didn't catch that parallel. But, yeah, they kind of take that same journey. Mm. Um, I guess honorable mention, too, for uh, uh, Kane and his friend Leland. Oh, for, Leland, yeah. For yeah. a lot of the same reasons in that movie. You know, a lot of the times there's there's conflict kind of mm-hmm. tied up with their friendship, which makes it more interesting. Yeah, this was a hard one, man, because um, I love all the things that you guys just said, man. Um, my favorite conversations, my favorite bit of dialogue is between um, Rick and Captain Renault. I love their conversations. Um, yep. yeah. But, uh, you know, Rick and Elsa's great. Um, but I also went with Rick and Sam. Really? Yeah, in Casablanca, um, their on-screen interracial relationship is so progressive it for is fucking nineteen forty-two. You know, to that was show even me before show, the, the Night of the Living Dead thing. You know? Exactly, I mean, exactly. Right. Show Jones me a movie that's doing the same thing. You know, yeah. Where, um, where the black person is not a lead character, he's not given any. You know, I mean, he's almost just a joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in this, he's treated with respect. Exactly. And, and it's, it's yeah, great. a joke or a villain. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Um, but here, um, that's not the only reason I gave. Um, you know, that, that best duo, but the the two have great chemistry together. Um, I like how Sam watches out for Rick. Um, you know, there's that, uh, he was there for him in Paris. Mm-hmm. He's there for him in Casablanca. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that uh, that line of dialogue where he says, uh, let's get out of here. Ain't nothing but trouble for you here. We'll take the car. We'll drive all night. We'll get drunk. We'll go fishing and, and stay uh, away until she's gone. You know, and yeah. that wasn't just a suggestion for the night. Like, I picture them that they've done that shit right. together. Mm-hmm. Maybe before they got to Casablanca, they did yeah. that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for like, sure. Yeah, they've, they've been through been, some shit, man. Yeah, they've they've been, been through some shit. I can picture them two sitting on a boat fishing, drinking beers together. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. so easy to And Sam's that. almost a full partner. I think he has like a 25% I mean, yeah. stake. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Like, yeah. the Blue Parrot guy comes mm-hmm. in and he's like, you know what? How much for Sam? I'm going to take Sam over the Blue Parrot. And Sam's like, I'm happy here. You know why? Because he probably picked out Casablanca with Rick. You know, Casablanca is probably just as much Rick's, or I'm sorry, Sam's right. as Rick's, right. you know, so um, yeah, I can picture them well, yeah, he's just doing so much uh, together. I paid you double, and Sam goes, I ain't got the time to spend the money I make here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Just, just yeah. great line after great line. I completely uh, respect your uh, pick, Nate, because it's like, you know, that was the core relationship, Elsa and yeah. Rick, and, and you can't argue that. That's a great, great pick, uh, but man, Sam, <laughs> after this movie's over, I, like, I want to see them you know, go on uh, an yeah, adventure, yeah, you know, exactly. or Captain at all, you know. I the think three, all yeah, three of those are great three, picks. Yeah, all uh, best yeah, screen goes <laughs> for Casablanca. So that... <laughs> they can all gang up on a fish. <laughs> gang up on a fish. So that takes us to um, our next one, which is best villain antagonist. I know I see a, a pattern here, but I want Casablanca, Major Strauss. Uh, simply because, I mean, Nazis are pieces of shit anyway. And this guy, this guy has rank <laughs> in the Nazi army. But uh, no, seriously, he's just uh, Nazi with power. Yeah, welcome. We're a piece of shit, you know. And he he comes in here, and you can tell he's just kind of swinging his balls around. 
so to speak. You know, he just wants to get this guy because he said, you know, horrible things about, uh, you know, the Nazi occupation and so forth. And he keeps threatening to put people in a concentration camp. And it's just like, God damn, I was so happy when he got shot. Yeah. If, we, if we'd have kept best kill, that would have been it. Yeah. You know, I mean, what, but seriously, though, and all ideas set aside, what a great villain. I mean, he just had the look. He, he had the the voice and all, all his threats, all his, you know, misdeeds. Why he was there to begin with was to hunt down this man just because he was spreading the word about what the Nazis were actually doing. Because in that time period, a lot of people didn't know they were doing the concentration camps. I mean, you heard little rumors, maybe you heard little thoughts or whatever, but nobody knew for sure. You know, yeah. at, at the time, at first, mm. that this was going on. They were like, oh, that's just too horrible. There's no way that could possibly happen. You know, this Lazlo guy is printing off papers. Yes, it is happening, people. People are being tortured. Mm. I was there for a year. And, you know, he was trying to do these great works. And this guy, was his sole purpose was to keep that quiet so they could keep doing the evil they were doing in Germany. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of like the sort of behind the lines of like uh, partisan actions that were taking place, they get downplayed in the yeah. telling of the story. But they were super important and and really common. Oh, yeah, a lot of historical you know, facts and yeah, stuff in here. All through all through Europe. So you know these these figures, um, they were important. There is gravity to this shit. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think if Hitler is an option, you always go Hitler. <laughs> but, but I still went Charles Foster Kane. I think. Um, so I, I mean, in the in the end, like he's his own worst enemy. We kind of talked about that before, right? I mean, like having driven everyone closest to him away in his mad struggle for power and to remain in power, you know, he dies alone, save for a handful of servants that he paid to be there. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean. Um, his last thoughts are, you know, dwelling on his past, his stolen childhood, simpler times. I I appreciate anyone who's their own, who's the protagonist and the villain in their in their, their own, own story, story. Mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why I think people. Like I said before, people like Breaking Bad, I think, for the same reason, where you you have this believable character arc where somebody that you really do sympathize with and you you like becomes a character that's sort of spiraled out of control Mm -hmm. and is clearly the villain now, you know? Um, And Raging Bull, I think, is the same way. You know, he's his own fucking enemy, and I really appreciate that in a story. So I I want Charles Foster Kane. Went the exact same way. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's going to be any really bad answers in this. To be no, th- no, that's the thing. I just, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had this since uh, the wrestler and Black Swan. <laughs> well, so it's just good, great answers all around. And I don't think that's that's an <laughs> obvious thing to everyone to see. Hmm. I don't think everybody comes out of that movie seeing Charles Kane as a villain. Um, and and that's like, so fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. I like maybe maybe I'm wrong on that, but I, like I think it plays into like one of the things. Going into this movie, like not having seen either one of these before, mm. uh, one of the things that struck me was like sort of the through lines where, like we were talking about, you just through pop cultural reference or something, right. you end up knowing a lot about these films that you didn't know you knew mm-hmm. about. These yeah, films, yeah, exactly. Right? Some of the archetypes, some of the things that run through it, the, the cultural through lines, and one of them is just like the American culture's sort of like idealism or uh, sort of like. Celebrity worship, I guess, is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at. yeah. Whether you're talking about like in the Robber Baron era with these guys, and you know, uh, I guess we should call out. Um, uh, damn it, I can always remember his name. The guy, the guy that Citizen Kane was based Hearst. on. Hearst. Hearst, yes. Uh, you know him, and there's been others, the Rockefeller family, and yeah. there's there's I, modern analogs. Well, I think the the fascination because most of America is in the lower to middle class area, with so few of the you know rich, and I, I yeah. think they just love to see. How the other half live? What, yeah. what are they doing? What are they saying? Well, it's, the, it's the American dream. It is. Yeah. It's the American dream, and really, Kane came from nothing. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he, yeah. he has that, that meteoric rise that I think people people like to see. They like to think, well, I mean, like, well, shit, I could do nothing and be rich too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I didn't inherit fucking a fortune and just be fucking have a fucking palace and yeah. Know. And I think those kind of stories are found like all throughout our history. Oh, yeah. And and yeah. how much they reflect reality is probably debatable. But I mean, this kind of figure. So this guy and like. He, he's he's enigmatic again, but he's like he's domineering, he's unscrupulous, he's demagogic, yeah. right? He'll give yeah. people, he uses his resources yeah. to curry favor, to shape the world to his liking, right? He'll claim to be the voice of the people instead of giving voice to the people. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. He uses others as a tool. He'll give you what well, you even, want now and tell you, you know, hey, it's okay, no problem. But you're gonna pay him later. Yeah, and I mean, you can know that he's doing these manipulative <clears throat> things, and he's still fucking charming to the point right, where yeah. it's gross. There's mm-hmm. goddamn yeah. it. He's sitting there he, interrupting, and you still like him. And yeah, no, even no. at I think the point where he's at is his most heroic. Right when he's still young, he's yep. out of college. He just took over the he just took over the newspaper, yep. and he's like he's really that where I think he's still the hero at that point. Mm-hmm. He's still he you know he writes out his his. Uh, principles yeah right yeah his declaration and the, of his principles, declaration of principles. Yeah. and you think like okay cool but he's still even at that point like he's still using his newspaper to like spread like yellow journalism and yeah. like to yeah. spark conflict yeah. and really to like just fuck with thatcher like that's yes. really the point of the newspaper <laughs> yes. is to just is to just hurt thatcher yeah it's you know a what personal I mean? like, vendetta yeah. and he drags us into a war on a whim that they later right. just kind of write off like yeah i guess we shouldn't have done that like Dude, this the Spanish American War was like full of fucking like war crimes and like the oh, Philippines, yeah. like a bunch of it was a bad deal and they end up justifying it by like the Panama Canal and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, really crazy. It's a bad so, fucking story, but it's true. Yeah. Uns- <laughs> a super unscru- unscrupulous people and uh, totally uh, unscrupulous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that kind of rounds out sort of why I picked him. I just thought he was obnoxiously charming and yeah. 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 Yeah, it's just a It's like, what a son of a bitch, but I love being around you. And right. that's what makes <laughs> I feel good. for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not even, like, I don't even hate you. <laughs> like, I like yeah. I know where you're coming from. I like, get it. Yeah, like, that's what makes a great villain, because yeah. I identify with them. Like, yeah, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I get you. You know, we just came off Apocalypse Now versus Aguare, Wrath of God. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about uh, Colonel Kurtz and uh, Charles Foster King. Could you imagine them just having a drink together and just telling each other stories? I just think of yeah. I just think of Charles just taking that last sip go, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like you. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Would you like to come work for me hey. at the newspaper? <laughs> Just like a low-key honorable mention, too, for bad guy is Captain Renault, the, yeah. the <laughs> rampant sexual assaulter. Yeah, like, no shit. <laughs> he was keeping a woman there prisoner. He's like, you know, I could set you free, but I'm going to keep you here and fuck you. Yeah. And then like, and when uh, Rick says something, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll have a blonde tonight. <laughs> well, you know that one quote? Wow, what a piece of shit. Went in Casablanca. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they kind of let, let that slide. A yeah, she was underage even. It said something about that. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he kill Ugarte in custody as well? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, they're, they're, like, trying like, he, like, they're trying to figure out if he escaped. Right. <laughs> we're we're, we're trying to figure out if he escaped right. or if he committed suicide. Yeah, but yeah, like, he fucking just murders Ugarte. Yeah. Like, Low-key villain. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, best villain antagonist, I'm going Charles Foster Kane. Um, nice. You said it. Um, I think he's his own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's described in the movie as a man who lost almost everything he had. I think his ego gets the best of him. Um, he's I, self-destructive. I love I mean. that quote where he said that uh, he would have been a great man if he wasn't so goddamn rich. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, his failed relationships, his memories, his regrets. Um, there's that quote from Leyland that we brought up Leyland uh, earlier. I can remember absolutely everything. That's my curse. 
That's the mm-hmm. one of the greatest curses ever inflicted on the human race, memory. I think uh, that Kane's memories of loss and love, his childhood, get the best of him. I mean, overall, at the end of this movie, he's um, arrogant, he's callous. Um, his attitude kind of alienates him from everyone who cares about him, and he loses his newspaper, his friends, becomes a recluse. He's his own worst enemy. Yeah. That's where I'm going for best villain. Can I throw some uh, one more quote in right yeah. on top of that? Because you went to Leyland, and he had a few good ones. I liked him a lot. But uh, he said of Kane, he had a generous mind. I don't, suppose, I don't suppose anyone ever had so many opinions, but he never believed in anything except Charlie Kane. He never had a conviction <laughs> yeah. except Charlie Kane. Right. And I suppose he died without one. Yeah, and that's and that ego that I'm talking about. I think there's yeah, a lot yeah. of things that, that sums it up crippled really him, well. you know? And and just as, as, like, the media tyrants, I was kind of pulling out some names for some of the more modern analogs. But, I mean, think of some... Somebody, we were talking about Ted Kushner Turner. earlier yeah. that he bought a newspaper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. I think, owns like cable news. Uh, uh, but a lot of people get their get their news through Mark Zuckerberg, you know, one right. of the richest people out there. So <laughs> right. we still like, we still, when we were speaking of yellow journalism, like there are still these avenues and these gatekeepers for oh, information yeah. for the vast majority of us. And they all have an agenda. And a lot of them are fucking demagogues <laughs> like this, you right. know. And the, most of them aren't even as interesting. They're like dorks. Like, right. Like, <laughs> right. Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or any of these yeah, people. Yeah. Like, they are no Charles Kane. Like, yeah. <laughs> they wish they were Charles Kane. <laughs> All right. That takes us to best hero protagonist. Uh, you know, I Casablanca. I, I went with Rick. You know, I mean, like, he, I think he was just a hero all along. Really. He was just putting up that front yeah. because of how scorned he was. I mean, he was, this probably was his first love. And she, she dished him. I mean, she had his hopes up high. Not his first piece of ass. Not his first piece of ass. No, <laughs> that was a fish. <laughs> no, I mean, and he was just, I mean, he was even saying, he's like, hey, hey, why don't we get married, you know, and, and all this. And then she just dumps him at the train station. You can tell right there it broke him. And I think deep down inside, he was a hero the whole time. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, he was a, yeah. a bit of the, the villain there, too. But to say that he did anything really bad, I can't picture it. You know, I mean, I think he did good things in such a way. That it almost made him look like the bad guy, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, but as he slowly starts to unravel, we find out what a hero he really is. He plays very neutral, you know, <laughs> but he's the whole time he's playing well, neutral, he's just a survivor. Well, he's obsessed know? with right. this woman. Yeah. And what's he do at the end? The right thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, he could have easily been like, yeah, you stay here with me and he'll go <laughs> yeah, do his yeah. thing. You know what I mean? You stay here and sit on my, you know what I mean? But he did not. He's like, no, this man would not do the things that he did without you. Yeah. You love him. You know it. You belong with him. We both know it. I love you. We'll always have Paris together. Yeah. Get your bitch ass on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, right. He really comes through and you find out what a great guy he yeah. was all along. He was just buried under that yeah. bitterness that he had. So it's like, sorry, Victor, I only have one letter. Sorry. You're you're gonna be you're gonna have to get on that plane by yourself. I don't know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean how many people would do that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh well you oh, I'm keeping your wife. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> bon voyage, motherfucker. <laughs> Guess whose dick should we suck in the night? I mean, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could have easily have done that. Yeah. But he did what was right. And I think that's, yeah, ooh, that's the true. definition of a hero. Yep. Faced a tough situation, could take the easy, fun way out, but he did the hard, right choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I picked Rick as well. Um, I think it's important to remember that, like, he represents America in the story. <clears throat> he does. Like, um, so this this takes Casablanca takes place in December of 1941. He says, I mean, in the gin joint thing, he was like, you know, hey, it's this, it's December 1941. What time is it in New York? That kind of stuff. Like Pearl Harbor was on December 7th. So like 
this if you can read like when he signs that thing in the beginning you can see it, it's actually december 2nd okay so like the, it starts on the second it ends on the fifth so like his taking a stand and like doing the right thing mm-hmm. two days later america went to war you know what i mean with yeah. pearl harbor we went to war it's it's a perfect fucking like snapshot of like what's happening globally yeah because america you know? just didn't give a fuck for a while well, well know, it's just, just like Greg is trying, trying to stay exactly. neutral. Like, yeah, in, in this, you know, the world yeah, is like, different interests too. You, you, you got to remember we're not. A, out, you you got to remember we're not a monolith. I mean, there's competing right. interests yeah. within business, within government. Sure. I mean, there was fascist support in this country. There was right. fervent. Uh, yes, there still is. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing's changed. And there was fervent opposition. Yeah, I think less has probably changed than people think. And I mean, yeah. even more so. Like, uh, you know, there was like a vibrant uh, socialist movement in this country at a time like. There were a lot of opposing factions, and you know a lot of that's represented in this. Right? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. I just think so represented of the time. I, I, I think it's fucking. It, it's it's Rick, man. I mean, like you know, he he uh, in the end, you know, he stands up for what he believes in. He you know he kills the fucking Nazi, and he walks. You know, he he yeah. lets he lets he lets Elsa go. He <laughs> makes the the adult decision for what's best for everyone, not just what's best for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And makes that sacrifice and then walks off into the sunset. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what you want in Major hero, was shot, I think. round up like, the suspects. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think Rick's, Rick's a great hero, too. Like I actually, you know, you were talking about him representing America, and he becomes this sort of, like, American archetype. Right. I mean, this sort of, like, tough guy with an edge that has, you know, uh, the, the correct moral code inside and does what's right. Um, and... But I actually went with Victor Laszlo for the best hero oh, yeah, yeah. because I thought he was more of like, as opposed to an anti-hero, he was more of the classic sort of, you know, he had, yeah. he's a Nazi resistor, he's a concentration camp escapee, mm-hmm. he's a rabble rouser, repeat offender, but he's loyal, you know? And he's, right. a, and he, he always, and he's helping that, uh, you know, anti-Nazi movement. Yeah, so yeah. And, and he's dedicated choice. to the movement above and beyond his life to the, oh, yeah. and, uh. But at the same time, loyal husband, willing to do what's right, right for his wife. Uh, yeah, he's uh, in the crosshairs 24-7 from yeah, the moment yeah. he gets in the castle. I think it's... Because I don't, I don't, I'm not going to talk about Laszlo <clears throat> much later, but I think it's important. Like, Laszlo comes into the story and he, and he feels kind of one note mm-hmm. to begin with. He feels like he's mm-hmm. just this do-gooder guy or whatever. But, like, as it as you go on, like, he know he knows what's fucking going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he knows oh, yeah, exactly he has what happened. He has a conversation happened. with Rick. He's like, yeah. I, I knew he, you were he, in love with her. He under, you know what I mean? He he knows what happened. He understands. He's not judging anybody. Yeah, like, he, yeah. I, I really think you that's know, You know the moment great. I look like, at... That's very mature. It is. You know yeah. what I... The moment I look at Victor as a hero is the uh, the Battle of Anthems, right? When oh, he goes yeah, down yeah. there and you yes. look at Elsa's face... When he passes her, and she kn- she knows what he's going yeah, to do, you yeah, know. And there's that mm-hmm. that look of admiration, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And that's the moment where, to me, it's like he came alive. It's like right. this guy, yeah, he's is a fucking, he he's believes. a leader. He right? He's a fucking leader. Yeah. We gotta get him out of Casablanca. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why I want to. Yeah, that's a great pick. We'll we'll talk. I mean, I'll talk about cinematography later. But one of the things I really like, so they use light and shadow really well in Casablanca. Oh my god, it's so it's so fucking good. So like when you, a lot of times when you see Rick. It's like that side light, so he's half in shadow, half in light. Mm-hmm. So it's that it's that conflict. But every time you see Laszlo, I mean, every fucking time, it's a bright fucking light right on yeah. him. It's just yeah. that idealism. Yeah, you know he could have been wearing a white hat, like right. Like, yeah, it, he's it, the brightest thing in the mm-hmm. scene every time because yeah. it's just it's showing like 
that's the strength of his his conviction, his idealism, his. And he's you know, also he's, humble. He's self-sacrificing, <clears throat> and he's optimistic in the face of just persecution. Right. You know, a lot of the the idealistic kind of yeah. uh, concepts. You know? No, Laszlo's and, great man. Yeah. A good pick. Best hero. Um, Laszlo was at the top. There was one scene specifically that changed it. Um, and I went over to Rick, um, but uh, for Rick, man, he fights for the underdog. We, we've talked about that running guns to Ethiopia during the uh, their uh, war with Italy. Um, there's that uh, that great scene though that really sold it for me, and that's where um, that Bulgarian couple um, they mm-hmm. win big at the roulette table because of him. Right um, now that he, now his wife does not have to have sex for the visas, yeah. you know, uh, to get out <laughs> yeah. there. You know, I mean, right. but but I that scene right there it shows you that. You know, Rick will will help the underdog. You know, he's he's he's, yeah. he's a hero, and he can't he can't shy from it. You know, right. that scene right there. As really bad as he wants to shed that good guy part of him, yeah, it's yeah. just not going away because he knows what's going to happen. Ronald's <laughs> going to fuck her to get, to get the visa. You know, and but uh, and then the, the obvious um, here is that it, he gives up the love of his life uh, for the greater good and ranges yeah. for Elsa to leave Casablanca with her husband, you know? Um, so there's just a lot packed in there with Rick, but Lanz- is a good pick as mm-hmm. well. So uh, that takes us to um, What the Fuck. <laughs> My What the Fuck is a quote, and it happened so fast. I had to rewind a little bit. Do you have any uh, runners-up, or is it just you just have the one? I just have the There were so many. Usually we go around. Yeah, I don't have okay. too many myself this time, but do you have any runner-ups? No. Okay, uh, okay. okay. It was uh, Casablanca. It's when uh, Rick walks into his room and sees Ilsa standing there. It's at night. And he just, how did you get in here? Elsa stares on the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, and then he just totally ignores her and goes on to something completely different. <laughs> but for that split second, how did you get in here? Like, stares on the street, you yeah. stupid fuck. You know what I mean? Like, are you letting me know that he had no clue that there were some stairs? There's some lady stairs right there, yeah. Now I'm expecting him to run over and go, no shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> what are these fucking stairs getting some major security breaks. Those <laughs> tricky little Nazis. They know, you know? It was just like, are you fucking serious? And it was literally just two seconds long, but just that, how'd you get in here? Stairs in the street. Stairs in the street. Stairs in the street. Oh, fuck me. You walk out of the way, you know? <laughs> Any runner-ups for you? Uh, probably the biggest one would be I, the thing I talked about, the, the White Stripes song, right? Like, oh, yeah. I've been a White Stripes fan, like, my whole life, probably since I was, like, I don't know, 18. And, like, so there, there's a, a song on uh, White Blood Cells called Union Forever, and it's whatever, it's just a song. And then, like, but it's all, like, the lyrics are all just, like, quotes from Citizen Kane, and, like, I didn't know that. So I was watching Citizen Kane, and it got to the part where it was, like, the uh, the song and dance number where they're like, you know, who is this man? This yep. is and I was like, how the fuck do I know this? You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, oh, shit, it's a White Stripes song? And it's, it's, like, this realization that, like, like, obviously people know that. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't know that for years. Like, I've, like, leveled up in a sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> The, nice. I had the exact same feeling when when I listened to that because uh, it, it is this weird little uh, sort of spot on the album. Not it's it's a mm. bit out of place. It's almost an interlude as much as yeah. it is a song. And uh, yeah, I wonder what was behind that. I just learned of it today, so I can't really get into it anymore. But it was it was definitely really cool. Anymore, and so well, I guess if I did have a runner up, it was at the beginning of uh, Citizen Kane when they were going through the whole news bit. Mm-hmm. And they start talking about Xanadu. For a split second, you see this octopus in the aquarium. And it was <laughs> I thought, oh my God. Who directed this? Ed Wood? Yeah. <laughs> it did. It looked like something straight out of an Ed Wood movie. <laughs> and when like, they showed Xanadu, I expected a flying saucer with a string. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I in for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Best that movie was... of all time. Yes. Right. Did you have any other runner-ups? No. Okay. I had a few. None of them are uh, very long or kind of intricate. It was just little things I caught throughout... Uh, 
The one was from Citizen Kane, uh, where uh, Charles asked Susan Alexander to play piano when he first meets her. Uh-huh. She's like banging on that thing like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> watch it cl- if you're watching close at all. She's just really, she's just nailing yeah. it. Yeah, like, very rigid, very like stiff, weird <laughs> movements. It kind of took me out of it a little bit. Uh, also, between uh, Charles and that that same woman, uh, when she tries to kill herself. Uh, based on you know not wanting to be an opera singer, then you know she for- he's forcing her into it. There's a moment there when he's trying to console her, and he's like trying to make her do it again. You know, he's like, ah, oh, that's when you have to fight them. And she looks at him like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and then he's like, ah, oh, never mind, don't worry about it. So, like, we'll just move on. So that was kind of crazy. Like you know, you just can't believe this dude. Um, and then the last one from Citizen Kane was where uh, he goes to trash the bedroom and just looks pretty feeble about it. Like trying to rage out. It's just Charles having one of Fuck, man. Yeah, so that was a good one. Should have had my insure today. I could have tore this fucker up. Yeah, I only have a few runner-ups. Found out the cast of, or I'm sorry, Citizen Kane is Donald Trump's and Charleston Heston's favorite film. Yeah, wow. so it wasn't Citizen Kane. It was, I'm sorry, it wasn't Castle Blake, it was Citizen Kane. Did I tell you that earlier at the beginning of the episode? You may have mentioned Yeah, it. I think it was, yeah. <laughs> so it was just We've funny. talked about everything yeah, yeah. at the beginning of this episode. Uh, but also, Citizen Kane, man, after production wrapped, William Randolph Hearst would not advertise. Yeah. You know, oh, which yeah. is huge. Mm-hmm. That's where you got your news, the movie reviews, anything was from his fucking newspapers. The, the first time that it was actually reviewed uh, was in 19... 19- Mid 1970s from a Hearst newspaper. Wow! In that nuts. Wow! That is. Well, they, they were trying to buy it just to burn it. Yeah. yeah. It. He tried to buy the negatives to the film just yeah. so he could fucking burn it, man. Yeah. Um, and then there was a rumor going around, um, a warning actually to Orson Welles that William Randolph Hearst um, arranged for a naked woman and a photographer to be in Orson Welles' bedroom. So when he opened the door, the naked woman would jump into his arms, the photographer would snap the picture, and it would discredit him. You know, he found out that warning and went to a ho- now, there's a hotel room. <laughs> it's like, man, wow, yeah, William man. Randolph Hearst tried everything to shut yeah. down this fucking picture, to, you know, buying the negative, to burning it, to discrediting, you know, Orson Welles. Imagine, um, oh, can I just stop you for a second? Can I imagine a time where just, like, having a picture with a naked woman was enough to discredit you. But now the president is on tape saying if you are rich... You can grab women by the pussy, yeah. and he's we'll, still fucking like voted in. We'll see his dick pics before the end of the year. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hope they, so. Uh, yeah, and, and that's that's also a plot element in Citizen King, yeah, and too. He he's taking porn down. star, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, there's not affair. one chick who did not snap a picture of his fat tubby ass waddling yeah. to the shitter after sex. Who's the porn star that he Stormy Daniels or whatever? Stormy So we almost impeached Clinton because because a chick gave him head. Yeah. Well, he, well because he lied about it. Yeah, but... Trump's <laughs> lying all fucking day! I know! That's what I'm fucking saying! <laughs> no, I, I can't discredit him on that, because all politicians are liars, and if you're not... Don't, you're, fuck, don't give him fucking credit. Don't. What's your pick? So, so uh, this was kind of disgusting, but a runner-up is uh, for Casablanca. Its original title was Everybody Come to Rick's. And the first Everybody time Comes I, to Rick. Yeah, and so Rick's, every, yes. the first time I read it, it was like everyone... I thought it said Everyone Comes in Rick. Everyone <laughs> Comes in Rick. <laughs> I was like... Wow, that's, he's that guy. That's he's a bad that. com- that's, that's a bad concentration camp. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Wow. Give us the visas. Oh, you're gonna get cummed in. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> 
No papers? Manila. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of gross, but that's just how my mind thinks. Tell me, Rick, do you serve cream pies here? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one more runner-up was um, the director of Casablanca. He had this strong Hungarian accent, and he uh, he told the prop guy that he's like, I need a poodle. I need a poodle, right? <laughs> so the prop guy, he looked all over the fucking place for a fucking poodle. <laughs> so he found one and he brought it to set, right? And the Casablanca director got so pissed. He's like, I said a poodle! A poodle of water! <laughs> so this guy was searching all over the fucking place for a poodle. <laughs> I found your poodle. It's just a fucking poodle of water. It is a fucking poodle. I need this job. <laughs> Okay, so I'll get into my number one later, but... Yeah, no, I missed a lot of that behind-the-scenes stuff because I wanted to kind of go in with, like, fresh eyes. Didn't miss too much. (laughs) But I caught some from, like, sort of in the movie in Casablanca. Uh Uh, Did you notice that uh, Captain Renault orders a drink in every fucking scene? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he does. Every time he sits down, he's like, like, hey, bring two or three of these over, and then he just gets up and leaves. Uh, He he rips up the fucking tab. Yeah, yeah, he's constantly just getting free drinks that he has no use for. Like, that was pretty He's got the life in Casablanca. Yeah. God damn. That's great. All right, Nathan, what's your number one? That fucking cockatoo. The the transition. (laughs) There's it's when it's when they're gonna go to the picnic in um in uh Citizen Kane. And they they, it just cuts to like he's looking out the window and there's this fucking bird going (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking loud. Isn't this place beautiful? That's Lovely. Funny. Even like Rachel was like was like on her phone and she was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I just don't understand that transition. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was he was ahead of his time. We don't understand it yet. <laughs> Did the Peter Laurie appearance throw you guys off? The Signor Ugarte, like uh, he's the the sort of like. Looney Tunes did an adaptation yes. of, that, of that guy. He's like the yeah. archetypal creepy dude, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I did. I was unaware of this until I saw him, and it was just like I, it was one of those things where you know things about these movies right. without knowing. Like I knew who he was. I know that dude from like Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bugs Bunny, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, like Bugs Bunny cartoons. Yeah, for sure. He was just such a worm too. He was the biggest snake. Here, keep these papers. Yeah, he's like you despise me, don't you? Yeah. Save me, Rick. Save yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I suck your dick, Rick. Yeah. And he knows how bad he is because he's like, you despise me, don't you? Yeah. Like, if I ever fucking thought about you, I guess. <laughs> and then he goes on to call him a cut-rate parasite to yeah. his face. Like, to his yeah, face. I don't mind a parasite. Is, yeah. <laughs> is it because you saw me sucking dick? <laughs> is that you why watch? you hate me, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number one is in the early to mid-2000s, I found out that Madonna <laughs> wanted to remake Casablanca with her playing Elsa and Ashton Kutcher playing <laughs> <Rick> <laughs> <Blake>. <laughs> <laughs> Every studio that she shot this to told her to get the fuck out. <laughs> no, then it really would have been called Everybody Comes in Rick. <laughs> so, so we're starting a Kickstarter right now, right now, tonight, to get that movie oh, made. Oh, no shit, dude. Somebody get a hold of Ashton and Madonna. <laughs> so every studio <laughs> said no, except for one, and they changed the title to Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a Casablanca, bitch. <laughs> There's this dude that I work with. He's like 21 years old. And I told him, I was like, yeah, he's like, what are you doing now? I was like, I'm watching Casablanca. And he's like, is that that Madonna movie? And I was like, 
What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And he was like, that one where she's like, she sings the Spanish song, whatever. And I was like, yeah. fucking... <laughs> What's the name of that fucking movie? Um, uh, oh, don't don't Fly for Me, Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Evita? Evita! Yeah, yeah, I was like, dude, that's like, like Evita. I was like, you know that old timey singer of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I always sing that song, Don't Cry for Me, Little Wiener. What? <laughs> 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 I, I don't know what. What's the real word there? Uh, Argen- I Argentina! Oh, yeah, Argentina. <laughs> I like Little Wiener better. <laughs> sure. Don't cry for me. I'm sure Little Wiener is more fun little than Argentina. <laughs> your cock jokes here in the video land. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right, so best score soundtrack. Okay, best score and soundtrack goes to... Uh, to me, this was an easy one. I, I, I know, like I said, I've seen a trend here. But uh, Casablanca. Just the songs that Sam played were just, I mean, just so periodic for the time. You know, and each song kind of meant something. You know, whether people were just in the bar, you know, drinking, gambling, or what have you. Or whether it was the really meaningful song between Rick and Elsa. I mean, they were well played. Well, I I honestly don't know if it was Sam himself who really sang them or if they dubbed over it was. Yeah. But what a great voice. I mean, just... Yeah, Dooley Wilson. Dooley Wilson, yeah, Wilson yeah. yeah. A lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, he great job in the movie with the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, I also went with Casablanca. Um, you know, it Had to Be You, Knock on Wood, As Time mm-hmm. Goes By. Wow. Uh, even the uh, Marseillaise, the French National Anthem, yeah. really well utilized. Like, I love it whenever a, a soundtrack can really be like, <clears throat> it's part of the film. It's not just yeah. music that's in it's the background. It's a story it's, element. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> There's, it's, it's music that's being played in the, in Rick's Cafe. And this is a perfect um, example of how well it was. It? Right. <clears throat> um, I thought that Citizen Kane had a great... I mean, Citizen, Kane, Citizen Kane had an okay soundtrack. I think the more, the more interesting thing about Citizen Kane is that it's so quiet. Yeah. It was like, very um, noticeable to me. Exactly. Yeah. It reminds me of... Um, what was the other... What was the movie we did ages ago? No, no Country. It's so mm-hmm. quiet. It's almost no mm-hmm. soundtrack. The, it's yeah, so almost quiet, not. and then like, I think that actually won. A lot of us gave that like best yeah, soundtrack yeah. because it was just like the the use of silence is yeah. so good, especially yeah. for a thriller. A thriller exactly. not yeah. having a soundtrack, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, God, that pulled it off. I, I couldn't get <laughs> I couldn't give it to Kane for the same reason. I mean, Casablanca just had a great soundtrack anyway. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I second everything you guys said. It was like intoxicating at times, mm. really riveting at times. It drove mm-hmm. the story. The music, like I said, was a. It was a story element. It drove the story. Dooley Wilson did a great job. The woman on the guitar did a fantastic yeah, yeah, job. Yeah, So, uh, mm. oh yeah, um, and it had that. It it added to that sense of, of watching something uh, live. I, 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 does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. 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 like something that was ha- as it. You're it really helped out the atmosphere too a lot. Absolutely, yeah. You you were sitting there in Ricks, and it, yeah, it was great. So I went Casa. Man, I'm going Casablanca right, as well, animals. man. Yeah, um, the main title music is average, you know, at best. But man, I cannot get um, "Time Goes By" out of my head. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. been playing it's on, on loop. It's so catchy. Um, the duel of anthems uh, between Strasser and and Laszlo mm-hmm. um, is great. Anything sang by uh, Dooley Wilson, it had to be you, Shine, Knock on Wood, Avalon. Just a great classic score overall. Yeah. So that takes us to best quote. Let me tell you this, guys. So, best quote, right? I had a hard fucking time with this because there's some really good quotes. Right. You guys might be able to influence this one. I think I'm going to go Casablanca somewhere. I just don't know where. So, we'll see what you guys have to say. (laughs) Uh, This quote was mentioned earlier by you, Chase, but uh, Casablanca, uh, you despise me, don't you, Rick? 
if I gave you any thought, I probably would. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah, what a yeah. way of letting somebody know you. I mean, there's a lot of great quotes in this movie. I, I just, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to tie, and this one just seemed to me the best. I'm mean, like, what, what a put down. You're not calling anybody a name or anything. You're just, they're so horrible. You're not even giving a say. And he's blatantly telling him, right, you're a piece of shit. <clears throat> you know, I just thought it was such a great quote. What a way of telling somebody to fuck off. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, yeah. There's so many. It, it almost feels. <clears throat> Disingenuous to pick any of them, you know they're all they're all so good. Um, I think the one that I really like the most, I, I know it's in Citizen Kane. Uh, you you had touched on it, I think earlier. It was like you know, I, or I think Brad, I think it was you. He said like you know, you, you I would have been if, if I weren't so rich, I would have been a great man. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I, Thatcher says like, uh, what would you have liked to have been? And he says everything you hate. Yeah, mm, I really like that yeah, because yeah. I think it really like central to I think Kane's character is just his resentment. Of Thatcher, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the this this is the guy who like stole away my childhood. Yep. Who like you know even though he's, yeah. he's even though because of that I'm wealthy and influential and he doesn't especially in the beginning he doesn't even fucking want to be wealthy and influential. I mean he, he goes to like Yale and Harvard and you know wherever else and he gets expelled from all of them. Yep. <clears throat> he's in Europe just buying statues and shit just to just why because. the fuck wouldn't I? <laughs> yep. He comes back just to buy a newspaper. Because it would be fun. Like, he's just pissing off Thatcher. Like, it's the only reason he's doing it. He's he's operating at a loss of a million dollars a year just to fuck with Thatcher. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just because... And just, that was a 1940 <clears throat> million dollars, you know? Right, I mean, yeah, exactly. He's, he's like, you know what? And, and even that, Thatcher's like, you, you really shouldn't do that. You're, you're being... You're being you know, frivolous with your money, you know, and he's like, oh, I could do this, I could be frivolous for 60 years, yep. you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and but that's how much I think he just resents... Thatcher, yeah. and I think I really think he I mean, he means it. Yeah, like you know, I I would be everything you hate if I could. You know, um, that's so that's why was, I think that's really who he is. You know, it's it's really interesting too. We brought up AFI at the beginning of this episode, where you know uh, this is one and two <clears throat> Citizen Kane and uh, Casablanca is number two on AFI. If you look at best quotes AFI, it's literally six to one. Uh, within all their mm-hmm. quotes, I think uh, Red Bud, I think is uh, I'm sorry, Rose, Rose, I'm sorry. Rose, Red, Red Bud, I'm, yeah. So that's Ro- a racetrack, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud, I think is on there, right? But uh, the uh, the other six are all Casablanca. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. here's looking at you, kid. Um, uh, Round up the uh, usual suspects. Play and and play, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like six to one. You know, I'm it's, sure, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start out by talking about Citizen Kane because I think there's plenty there worth mentioning. Um, the everything you hate line is great. Uh, when the reporter is interviewing one of uh, Kane's associates and he asks, he's asking about his marriage. He asks, "It ended badly." The guy says, "It ended right." And I thought that there was a, that was pretty poignant. Mm-hmm. It was pretty yeah. cool. And there's a whole lot of like snappy dialogue mm-hmm. like that, especially with young Kane. But uh, yeah. Because he's a dick, he's constantly interrupting people, and his dialogue overlaps everyone else's. So it's harder to pick out the the little tidbits yeah. like that. Yeah. But some of his little comebacks where he's talking about, oh, I've been kicked out of a dozen uh, prestigious colleges, and just a lot of things. There's there's a lot to like there. If you go through there, it's a really well well written film. But I had to give it to Casablanca, and I've got various here because I've just I have <laughs> yeah, it's hard. One, it is. I hard. have pages, and I mean, you can you can look them up, and even if you've never seen the film, you can look at these film quotes, and you'll know. A <laughs> was this one of your ties of originally? Because um, you messaged me earlier, no, like, man, I have like fucking six ties. <laughs> uh, this uh, this wasn't one of them because just because of the 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 raw amount in oh. Casablanca, and I think there was a better quality ones too. Like I said, I've got a page full of them. You know, uh, this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can go through the yeah. whole script, and it's 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 like really well written, man. Uh, 
it reads really really well but my personal favorite just a matter of taste uh it occurs twice once in the opening scene once a little later uh as the pickpocket is taking the guy's wallet, he's telling him, watch yourself, beyond yeah. gold. Uh, this place is full of vultures, vultures everywhere. And yeah. as he's taking his shit, that was just great. Well, the one guy he actually I, ran into, like, must have knew him. The waiter, he, yes, he was yeah. like, start checking his I love, pockets I, and I shit. I love that. I love yeah. that. He knows exactly who the guy is. And he's like, he just touched him. He's like, no, fuck it. Where's my, where's my wallet? Where's my shit? <laughs> and that just did so much to add to the, to the sort of the, the, the mysterious, like, sort of charm of this place. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. His yeah. Character. So, yeah, vultures. Vultures everywhere. Nice. Um, I'm going with a quote from Casablanca, but I also want to hit on Citizen Kane as well. Um, there was a great quote, man, that was my number one for a while, um, and it was uh, it was about the statue buying. And uh, he, what does he say? I'm trying to find. Yeah, so he says there's a lot to, a lot of statues in Europe that you haven't bought yet. He goes, you can't blame me. They've been making statues for some yeah, two thousand yeah. years, and I've only only been collecting for five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just encompasses the yeah. wealth and power of fucking yeah. Citizen Kane or like, give Charles me time, Kane. I'll get them all. You know? Exactly, exactly. Um, and then there's that one: is if if I hadn't been very rich, mm-hmm. I might have been a really great man. I think that's really yeah, a great that quote. Is a good one. And she, they say, uh, "Were you not great?" And he says, "I think I did well under the circumstances." Under the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is it's it's you can take that a lot of different ways because well, he's, yeah. he's got some interesting circumstances to mm-hmm. say something like. Yeah, right. God damn, I tell you, Casablanca, man. There's so many great quotes. Well, you can just run down the list, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. Um, there's one that I liked. I don't have it in front of me, but it's um, you know from Captain Renault where he goes, um, you know, I, I I thought of you. I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I thought of you as maybe someone. The reason you can't go back to America is because maybe you killed a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. That's like his. That's romantic in me. I love that. That's great. You know, but then there's that exchange between Captain Renault and Rick where he goes. What in heaven's name brought you to Casablanca? He goes, and Rick says, "My health. I came to Casablanca for the waters." <laughs> yeah. He goes, "The waters? What waters? We're in the desert." He goes, "I was missing." I was missing for I love that stuff. <laughs> That's just part of how cool Rick yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. When, is when, the, when the girls asking him where he was last night, he's like, ah, "So long ago, I don't remember." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, will I see you tonight? I never make plans that far ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, just doesn't get. And he even says, that. "Like I've often speculated why you don't return to America. You know, was it the church funds? Did you run off with the senator's wife?" You know, I like to think you killed a man that's a romantic in me. And he goes, it was all those. It was a combination of all three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's just so many great ones. If I, if I have to pick one, um, I think I'm going to go with uh, Major Strasser. He goes, um, what is your nationality? And Rick goes, I'm a drunkard. And Captain Renault goes, that makes Rick a citizen of the world. Right. <laughs> you know, I think it fits perfect with, you know, Rick yeah. and, the, and the gin joint, mm-hmm. you know, and everything right. that this movie encompasses. So that's the, that's the one I think I'm going to go with. Um, that takes us to best screenplay. I went with Citizen Kane on this one. Um, nothing bad about this, this was almost a tie. I mean, nothing bad about Casablanca at all. You know, uh, great story that kind of just progresses as it goes. But Citizen Kane, I mean, just from start, just what a fascinating life this man had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it shows everything about this guy his his past. Uh, his death, uh, all the people that you know that were affected by him, whether good or bad, just simply by that uh, reporter interviewing all these people, mm-hmm. you slowly and the flashbacks slowly but surely learned everything about this. I mean, even learned things that the reporter couldn't, like the meeting of Rosebud and so mm-hmm. forth. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just so simple of a story, but it just plays out great. You know, like just watching this report from different yeah. perspectives. Exactly. Right. You know, you know, like, oh yeah, he what a great man. You know, the person. Oh wow, what a real son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and everybody had perfect reasons why to say these things. You know, yeah. oh he was great because he was so giving. Oh he was such a prick because he was so controlling. And it's like, 
what a complex individual. Complex and I loved up. how his story of his life just slowly opened scene after scene after scene up until the very end. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's so one of my favorite movies of all time is Velvet Goldmine. I know if, I, I know you guys don't fucking like it, but like it, it we still bar- love you though, Nathan. It borrows heavily from Citizen Kane. I saw it before I saw Citizen Kane, and it's actually like it's the same fucking movie kind of, but just like but with you know with a lot of gay sex. Ooh, what's the really? IMDb rating on that again? That's <laughs> uh, pretty low. So, uh, I, so no, I just, I just really like. I think it's a really, it's a really neat way to tell a story. And and uh, you know, you know, going back through someone's life and you know, interviewing people that loved him, people that hated him, and finding out you know who, who this person was and, and your, you know, your opinion of me might be different from your opinion of me and yours. You know what I mean? We had different yeah. experiences. And you saw different sides of me, and then in the end, you 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 get a, a different. You you get a you get a. Uh, a more three-dimensional picture of who he Yeah, it lets you draw yeah. your own conclusions. Yeah, right. It did leave a lot to the audience, too. Mm-hmm. That was, that was uh, great. Uh, screenplay. Yeah. Uh, the this, this, this script, you talked about the script. It's sharp. Like, it's witty. It's quick. Um, I love how authentic the characters feel at all at all the different stages of their lives. Like, Orson Welles is fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah, but, but just like, yeah. this dude's like 25 or 26 and he's playing a dude that's like eight and I believe it. <laughs> no, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, not, not even just like the, the way that he looks, but just in his mannerisms. How he's the, moved. The, and, and, and his, because his character changes throughout the, the life as well. You know what I mean? It's, he's not playing the same character. Profoundly. Yeah, he's not playing the same character at 30 as he is at 50, as yeah. he is at 60. Like, he's a different character each time and it's it's neat to be able to, and we'll get into acting later, yeah, but, acting, yeah. uh, but in terms of the screenplay, he is either writing him in a, differently as you go. You know what I mean? It's That's really good. So, uh, yeah, Citizen, it's, no, it's hands down Citizen Kane for me. Right on. Uh, yeah, I won't disagree. This one, actually, I did go with the tie in this category. Uh, and I think, you know, Citizen came for a lot of the same reason you guys are talking about. You know, the scale, the sort of chronology leaps. I think the mm. structure that they chose to tell this story with, like you said, got reused and reimagined oh, yeah. over and over to the point, like, you know, and parodied and satired. And right. it's just, it, it, it's it's become part of this, the zeitgeist, the way that they did this. Um, you know, they're not afraid to be epic with it and tell this big grand story and leave a little bit of mystery, leave something up to the audience. Uh, the dialogue's fun all the way through. You get yeah. one story, but you get it from different angles. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, and Casablanca, I think that's almost self-evident, just how fun the dialogue is, how like enthralling this this world that they build is, this moment in time that's so unique um, and compelling, but there's this human story sort of laid on top mm-hmm. of that. Um, yeah, and, and plus they had so many irons in the fire, so many cooks yeah. in the kitchen, oh, yeah. so to speak, with this one. To whereas <clears throat> Citizen was was this man's singular vision, uh, sort of from top to bottom, trying to put this thing together. I mean, Casablanca had a whole history beforehand, and it was an adaptation, and you can mm. feel those stage roots. They they used it to the to its full effect, like the the sort of the uh, uh, stationary scenery or or that feel yeah. around around Rick's. Uh, but they moved when they needed to, so I thought they both did. And, oh, and it gives them like the classic Hollywood ending, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like oh, yeah. the the you know the one. So yeah, tie for that one. I'm right there with you, man. We only get two ties per episode, um, <clears throat> and I'm right there with you, man. Two ties. Nice. Yeah. So um, I think uh, Casablanca um, is more streamlined. I think it moves along more fluidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film has some great quotes, um, great character interaction, and at its core, a great romance. 
But, man, you have to give some love to Citizen Kane, man. I mean, uh, narratively, the, the style, I think, uh, deserves some acknowledgement. Um, it starts with the death of Kane, you know, then recreates his mm-hmm. life. Um, I like how the movie makes the viewer wonder about the meaning of the word, you know, Rosebud. Um, the scale that you brought up, um, Chase, it spans from 1871 to 1941. It's a great character study. You know, I find Kane's rise and fall very interesting and very thorough. Um, I'm going with the tie. Right so that takes yeah. us to best special achievement. Cousin Wayne. Uh, I went with Citizen Kane. Just because a lot of the shots, I, I wish I could think of a way to explain this, but how the background and foreground looked. It's the pers- yeah. Right. It's the perspective. It's, it's deep, like yeah. perspective. Deep focus wow. photography. Yeah. 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 Deep, uh, well, they, I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. It's just <laughs> fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can probably explain a lot well, they, they could, pioneered. Was... they pioneered um, <clears throat> deep focus lenses. So basically, before, before this... And it's not the only film, but but Citizen Kane is really yeah. the one that really like that pioneered it, right? Like, you know, you would have you're, you basically you would guide the viewer's vision throughout the scene by focusing. You know what I mean? Like, there might be elements of the foreground or the background that are blurry, and that's how. You, but with the deep focus, everything is in everything is is in focus mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's more like a stage, which is what, where Orson Welles came from, right? From the Mercury and mm-hmm. stuff. So, and, and this is more like what we're familiar with now. You know what yeah. I mean? Where your your eye is guided now by dialogue and by character movement than by focus. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a big yeah. shift even compared to what people were used to at that time. It's, and it looked beautiful. I mean, especially with yeah, the black and yeah, white. Yeah. I, I think that it would have looked horrible in color, to be honest. I mean, not maybe horrible, but not, not half as good. Someone, I think, wanted to turn it into color at one point. Uh, well, that's yeah, horrible. They're, they're, they're making the most out of the format that they're in, and it's and it's yeah. shot in a way to use those kind of tools. Right. Right. Format to the max. I soaked in everything. Every scene, mm-hmm. not just with the characters talking, but like, you know, the, like Xanadu in the background. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like even uh, when... They're speaking in the office to report. Yeah. I mean, you can see the rain. There's a scene where the, the cars are driving down the road, the ocean's coming exactly. in. Exactly. It yeah. makes yeah. you Beautiful look shots. at everything. Yeah. Usually, yeah. like I said, just focus on the dialogue yeah. or what have you. But with that, it was just like... Or when he's oh. walking through the mansion, you see the exactly. mirrors, yeah. the hall of mirrors. So they, much they do just play so with good. perspective, I think, because yeah. you were saying that before. Like, There's a time where he he turns and... Wa- okay, so it's it's that scene where I think, I think it's in the scene where he's like signing over the newspaper and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah. he he turns and like walks toward the window and it looks like a normal sized window but like it's fucking massive yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, as yeah. he walks you don't notice it because it's like that's the perspective's weird but as he walks up to, and it's really neat because it's like this is literally like this this monumental figure literally like shrinking into yes. the background yeah and you know they what I mean? did like, that over and over and he exactly. had to use uh landmarks within the frame to sort of mark depth and they did it brilliantly a lot i'll i'm i'll let you oh know no no you're fine yeah you guys uh, just said everything i wanted to say they, they do <laughs> the same thing with, with xanadu too right where like yeah. so there's like a fireplace until he walks up to it and it's like that's like a fucking cave yes. oh you can get through that and thing. you realize how exactly. like opulent this place mm-hmm. is and how just massive i mean and, they and also the distance like oh when she's uh by the fireplace doing the puzzle and he sits down in that chair. They practically have to yell at each other. Yeah, yeah. And it just such a great shot, you know. And I, just metaphorically, just the the like you said, this opulent palace, but it's empty inside, right? right. So it's this hollowed out existence of living this rich. And the distance between life, them, you know. I mean, he could have right. sat down there with her, but no, he right way past yeah. the chair. And yeah. I said every scene almost was like that, and it was just brilliant. There's um, well, so I I have a tie. This I I like. I, 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 so I did, all of I us did. have used one tie so far, except for you, right? Because well, you know, you know what this. So this is what I marked down as like hey, a potential tie. You know what I mean? Like I finished all my awards, I got to the end, and like so, if you use a tie, okay. So if you don't use a tie, your best picture is like three points. Yeah. 
so if I, I had no ties and so like it was like seven to ten and I thought you know what like I don't really fucking think it's seven to ten you know what I mean so like I really that's not the way that's not the way it looks in my mind is like seven to ten so like I gave it, it was like, I, I was like I think this is probably a tie and that that put it down to like whatever eight to nine and I, okay. I really think if I really think about it that's kind of how I think about these movies one, one okay. to eight nine they're real fucking close it's not seven ten okay so anyway that's that was like one thing I was like okay cool I'm gonna give it a tie uh, but coming, and, I'm sorry. Coming into this though, did you? What did you think about the rest of the table? Like, did you think that we were going to go Citizen Kane or Casablanca? Because oh. because then that can kind of you know tip that. <clears throat> I, balance. I thought. Let, let me put it this way. Okay, so when I watched Citizen Kane, I was immediately blown away. Like, I absolutely loved it. I rec- I was like, this is a brilliant movie. When I watched Casablanca, I liked it. I like didn't. So I went. I went to work. I talked to some people. Like you know, it's Kyle's favorite movie of all time. I I I was, I was with him, and I was like, "Help me understand why it's the best movie mm-hmm. of all time." You know what I mean? Because like I really like it, but I want. I need to be able to see what you see because I don't think I'm there. You know what I mean? And I went on like, started watching YouTube videos about you know blah blah. And so over the last like week, I've grown to really like Casablanca. So so I think it's like an eight to nine thing. But yeah, nobody yeah. had to talk me into. Kane. Yeah, yeah, Kane yeah. just had me from yeah. the beginning. You know what I mean? So I didn't know if that's what you guys were going to be. <clears throat> so anyway, that's so uh, it was a tie. <laughs> like, so, uh, but for Casablanca, like, I can't overstep. But one of the things that, that has grown on me over time is just that that noir lighting and the use mm. the use of lighting. We talked about Laszlo before, how like every time he's in the shot, it's so subtle, you know what I mean? Like, but he's like he's like bright, mm-hmm. and then that symbolizes like his idealism and the strength of his conviction. And mm-hmm. you know, when you see Rick, there's always like the, the the gin joint scene where where he's like he's like sitting at the table and he's got he's got the gin, and there's like this side is all black and this mm-hmm. side's all white, and it's because he's at that crossroads where he's trying to figure out what what he's gonna do, like what's the decision he's gonna make. He, this is it's his conflict. Um, when you see Elsa. Like she's looking out, she's looking out the blinds, and the shadows are like the bars of a prison cell. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she's yeah. trapped by circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's you know, so I never good. Thought, I never thought of that. Uh, I mean, I know what scene you're talking about. It was great, but I didn't put together the, the her being trapped in Castle. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking it, awesome. It's really like it's fucking brilliant. I th- I think it's one of the, it, it, I, don't, I hate to like quote Futurama or whatever, but it's one of those things where it's <laughs> like if it works, man. if you if you've done something right. People aren't sure you've done anything at all. You know what I mean? That, that's kind of like you, you don't you don't notice all the great things they do in Casablanca because you're so entertained yeah. by it. I heard. Yeah. I don't know if this is true. So you have to it just washes this. over you. Yeah. But I heard that they actually painted shadows on the walls. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah really? Exactly. And so, and I knew that going into it, and I didn't catch anything because yeah. I was so entertained by a story. That's right, awesome. Yeah. Nothing you know? took me out of it. Yeah. Exactly. Movie. Yeah. So if that was yeah. the case, then man, they There's, did a great can, fucking job. Can I ask you guys? Of, so yeah. how, what kind of how did you watch these movies? Because I watched them on like a decently sized computer computer I was, monitor. I was naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like, what sort of screen did you guys see these on? Oh, mine was a sixty-five. Actually. Just like a bigger yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Like, TV. So I watched it on a computer monitor, and I had the thought because uh, let me see here, Ingrid Bergman as Ilsa, right? I'm seeing her on the screen, and she's like washed with light, right? And, yeah. And it's just the, this dramatic thing, and and she looks great, but something struck me like. It would have been so much more like it's a little bit diminished not seeing it on that big screen with like that projector. And it's kind of what I was talking about. They maximize that format, I mm-hmm. feel like, where something was almost, I could appreciate it, but something's almost lost there because of the way 
in that movie they use the light and shadow and and just the that noir look. They yeah. they they use a uh, like a soft light on mm-hmm. her that makes her look so like just like glowing yeah. you know what I mean yep. it, it makes her look like just so dreamy you know yep. what I mean and like um, there's I, there's a couple videos I can maybe link them on, on Facebook or whatever but just like just the use of light especially like when she talks about even when she talks about Laszlo there's like a subtle light that just like flashes over her because she's talking about Laszlo and Laszlo's the light yep. and you know or just like those subtleties you know fuck I mean? that's really good <laughs> it's crazy yeah. too because this was one of literally a hundred movies that they were <laughs> rushing through the studio system yeah, at the time. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be special, yeah, it wasn't right? supposed to be really special, you know? It was hmm. just a movie that they were just going to shoot and well, I watched, go, uh, uh, go on their way. Uh, Casablanca uh, on Filmstruck. Okay. Yeah, yeah Filmstruck app. And uh, the colors were just regular black and white and stuff, but I had to rent Citizen Kane off Amazon Prime, and they hmm. had this uh, such-and-such anniversary digital transfer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was just so much more brilliant than oh, Casablanca. right. I almost feel like... And, yeah, it okay. was. I almost yeah. feel like Casablanca got jaded. Um, okay. Well, I, I think that, I think in general, I think uh, for a crisper picture, so it's just really Citizen Kane in that. general. It probably, probably is. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you take normal transfers and you put you yeah. put uh, but say two Criterions of like I don't even know if uh, Casablanca's on Criterion or not. The fucking rocks on Criterion. Yeah. But <laughs> you know you take Casablanca and you put you know uh, Citizen <clears throat> Kane. You know I think the the crisper picture there for is the RKO production of Citizen yeah. Kane. Well, I watched it. Was, uh, had all the lights off. It was like two or three o'clock in the morning. I worked third shift, so I just mm-hmm. watched these on my nights off and stuff. But I mean, when uh, I start watching, I watch Casablanca first. You know, had that, that dull whitish to it, and then when I start watching Citizen Kane, it was so bright. <laughs> you know, I was like, God, yeah. damn! I literally had to turn one of the lights on just because it was getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> so, uh, so with this one, I, I like I said, for all the reasons we just talked about, I love the way Casablanca was shot, the light, mm. the shadow, their use of rain in certain scenes, mm. just everything they did really well. But for a special achievement, I did go with Citizen Kane. For the camera work they did, some of the uh, angles I thought were like were just rid- some of the upshots that they did. They, they cut did. holes in the floor so wow. they could mount the camera up That's to make awesome. those characters look larger than yeah. life. You yeah, know I mean? and and it, and it works. And some just you know the Such opera house scenes, too. yeah, <laughs> just really really great filmmaking there. Um, and the practical effects, you know, having aging characters oh, at, yeah. at that yeah. stage yeah. in filmmaking and they're so believable. Nineteen forty one. They don't yeah. take you out of it. Like, you know, I've seen war- worse work in. Um, oh yeah, in modern Just, stuff. Yeah, oh, modern. Yeah. 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 Right. That, that might be another thing that the black and white format lends to. You might yeah. get away yeah. with a little bit more, but you, like I said, they're they're maximizing it. So Citizen Kane. They just because I don't won't have a chance to talk about it later. The, those those low shots, right? There's like. Especially when they're in the newspaper, you see like the ceiling. Mm-hmm. What really it could have been a what the fuck. Uh, it's one of the first movies that you ever saw the ceiling in a movie. Wow! Because really? they always hung lights mm-hmm. and sound equipment yeah. up there, and they always just like kept it out of shot. Yeah. But they but they were able to like it's still up there, but they like the ceiling is actually like a sheet. You know what I mean? So it <laughs> it's still there. You just don't like notice it. It's fucking. It's one of those things that's like okay, I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yeah. Or like just the old school Hollywood magic, mm-hmm. thing. right? Like, or that there there was a scene that got pointed out to me. Um, it's when uh, when Kane's young and Thatcher's there. And he's talking to mom, and she walks over to a table. The the camera pans back from uh, from the window across mm-hmm. like the clock, and it goes like kind of across the table. Okay, so like if you were. 
if you were if you were manning the camera and you were backing up, you would have walked right over the camera or walked right over the table. Mm-hmm. So what they did was it's, the table's actually like in pieces, and so she the camera walks through it and they put it together right in front of the camera, huh. so you don't even fucking see it. Like, that's, but you don't think brilliant. about it because yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. really fucking smart, yeah. man. Like, nice. you don't even think yeah. about it because it's just a fluid shot. But there's actually like she's walking past and then they close it between. And it looks like they went right over the top of the the. The table. I, I'm it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like one of the most hackneyed things that a person could say, but they just quite literally like don't make them like this anymore. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not until you watch, because we watch a lot of movies, man, but it's not until you sit down with like Citizen Kane and Casablanca that you really begin to realize that like everything else is so shoddy and amateur mm-hmm. yeah, in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, you, you don't give a fuck about what yeah. you're doing. You it's know, like, like we, can, <laughs> we can launch an exploding bus off the building and, give you, and like, and give you all the, uh, the CG lasers in the yeah, world. Yeah. But like some of those things like that, you know, it, you, we're missing It'll out. It'll never be as good or as genius as right. old yeah. school Hollywood. Yeah, we've talked a lot about this category, so I'll keep my criticisms limited. But um, I usually try and zero in uh, but I'm going the entire production of Citizen Kane, man, uh, for my uh, special achievement. Um, it was a, a pioneer in so many different different technical categories, um, narrative structure, makeup, uh, cinematography. We've talked, you know, uh, about the, the, the deep focus uh, photography. Um, the film's opening title, which we haven't talked about, you know, uh, was before its time. No star mm-hmm. names, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was brilliant. Yeah. So Citizen Kane was such a game changer. Um, such a the, the, the list is so long for Orson Welles' achievements for Citizen Kane, but uh, I went all of Citizen Kane for special, for you know, right. uh, special achievement. Yeah, it's right funny that well, all of his achievements were just from this movie. I think by the time he was 30, he was known as like the world's youngest has been. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> <it's crazy. laughs> so that wild. takes us to best supporting. Uh, I want Casablanca again. Claude Rains, this mm-hmm. movie. I mean, Claude Rains is, oh man, just what an amazing actor. He's one of those guys. You can drop him in any fucking role. And he'll win Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. And, and he will win Best <laughs> at the fucking Oscars. <laughs> Except for the one where he lost, you know, to somebody fucking a fish. <laughs> no, but I mean, he's just classic old school Hollywood. Um, literally, put him in any role and the man can do it. I mean, he's just such amazing talent. That was kind of a little weird seeing him as a supporting actor. But, yeah, he's uh, a fucking invisible man. I know yeah. shit, you know? Which yeah. is a badass movie you've watched. Fuck yeah. I mean, he well played that and you didn't even see the fucker for most <laughs> of the movie, you know? <laughs> Golden Idol winner. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, seriously, that takes some serious fucking talent. And he brought a lot of talent to the table in this. Yeah, I went with Claude Rains as well. Oh, Kev, yeah. Kev now. Um, he's unabashedly corrupt but very charming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, like, He's a fucking like he's a rapist. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? But you're like you like him. Do That's I like his raper? Yeah. Like, you know, if you were anybody else, I would just. No, he's not a, he's he's not not a rapist. You give him his, his correct credit. <laughs> he's he's, he's a sexual assaulter yeah, yeah, at the yeah, very yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, are we splitting hairs here, dude? This is a Let's paint him in the right color, okay? But what I'm saying is that, like, he's a fucking scumbag. But like, I'm I still I'm on his side. I yeah. really like this guy. There's like, something cool about him. Like, he's like, like sucking up the Nazis. I'd love to have a beer with you. You shouldn't be fucking the Bulgarian girl, but you want to have a beer with me sometime? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but, Wait, but you're but a like, Nazi supporter. 
Oh, that sucks, but uh, you want to come over and do some fishing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like Rick, you know, he undergoes that same transformation from cynic to idealist. Mm-hmm. He plays really well off of Bogart. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he has most of the best lines in the film. Yeah. Really nice. nice, man. Well, the, yeah. the exchange between the two, yeah. man, so Yeah, good. yeah. It's so yeah. snappy. Even they almost won my best the Nazis, man, yeah, where he yeah. says, I blow with the wind, and uh, the the Nazi says, you know, what if the bl- winds blow the other way? And uh, he's got the best comeback. <laughs> oh, yeah, just yeah, bam, sure. like that, Where he too. says, I can't imagine the Third Reich would ever yeah. admit that possibility right yeah exactly yeah, yeah like in a blink of an eye he does that yeah, too you yeah. know it's good i was like when he finds out that there's um gambling in castle oh, oh, the best there's yeah. gambling here yeah. here's your payoffs oh, oh thank you very much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you skip a beat like oh thank you thank you yeah. <laughs> it's so over the top and it works like dude that yeah that. yeah that little beat works. Well, that's it, you know, be, be, like Ca- Casablanca at, is at times like it's kind of corny at times, be, like like that, yeah, like yeah. that's. But you know, like I think I I read an interview. People were saying like you know like if one or two things is corny, like it really sticks out. But yeah. if like everything's super good, and, and they, I think there's a lot of corny shit He's, about yeah. Casablanca, but it works. He's so you know intrigued like? with Rick. I love yeah. it, man. There's just glances. Like I've watched it twice, and there's glances that he gives. I'll talk about one of them that I love. Specifically, but I love just the the glances that he the gives. Precedent's like, been he's broken. Trying to, he's yeah. trying to figure him out. He's just trying to figure him out. He's like he yeah, said yeah. earlier. He's like, it's like, hey, if I was a dude, if I was a chick, right? I'd be with Rick. <laughs> if I was a chick, yeah. I'd suck your dick, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> so I went with Casablanca as well, but I went with Ingrid Bergman. Oh, yeah, fuck the fuck! <laughs> you fucked us up, dude. <laughs> no, but like I can't imagine. Uh, I can't even picture like a more sort of classic Hollywood mm. star. Like, yeah, um, one of the quotes that I read uh, just. Out of the few things that I read, someone said that uh, she she paints his face with her eyes. Yeah, about yeah. The main mm-hmm. character, and I mean that that plays it perfect. A lot of her characters done with just facial expressions alone, and she it shows is. a lot of different conflicting emotions within yeah. a scene. She makes yeah, scenes she more complex. She just does a, a great job. I mean, I can't say anything about her that hasn't already been said. Yeah, uh, sure. But uh, honorable mention for uh, supporting uh, to Joseph Cotton in uh, Citizen Kane as oh, Jedediah yeah. Leon. Yeah. He was a really cool character. Uh, he did a good job at it, especially as like the ornery old guy who wanted to smoke yeah. cigars. And shit. Like, like disguised as toothpaste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are disguised as toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. He aged well in the yeah, film, so, so he, he did. did a great job too. But uh, yeah, I went with Casablanca. Man, best supporting. Goddamn, Citizen Kane. There were some excellent performances in Citizen oh, yeah. Kane, but goddamn, the uh, supporting cast was so deep in Casablanca. Yeah. You know, with mm-hmm. Claude Rains, and you had Dooley Wilson and Peter Lore and. I'm going with Casablanca. I'm going with Claude Rains. Um, this dude was awesome. I mean, he's a schemer, a cheater, a liar, a womanizer. And you love him. He's corrupt, and I love him for it. Yeah. <laughs> he played it so well. And looking back, um, the screenwriters initially didn't want him as Captain Renault. Um, but he was really? fucking great. He killed it, yeah. Um, his delivery, his reactions. Again, I'm going to talk about one of the reactions Gosh. I love later. But just a perfect supporting role. If, you're, if, you, if you want to support your lead, Humphrey Bogart here. Claude Rains is your guy, man. Yeah. He killed, yeah he what a fucking him. wingman. I mean, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking wingman, yeah. So, um, best lead, Cousin Wayne. Uh, I went with Casablanca. Was uh, that a hard one? It was. Oh. It was. But I, Humphrey Bogart. Again, almost just like Claude Rains, a man you can put in any role. And he's going to nail it. And that when you think old school Hollywood, and you, a scroll of actors goes through your head. Yeah. Humphrey Bogart's going to be on that fucking list, if right. not number one in your top three. Yeah, you know, and well, we talked about how they they don't do it like that anymore. They don't fucking make it like that anymore. Mm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of great actors and actresses out there today. I'm not putting anybody down, but guys like Humphrey Bogart, I'm they were just so into it. 
they, you, know, you could tell they loved it. They, they weren't doing it for the fortune or the fame. They didn't have that shit. You know, I mean, Hollywood was completely different and, mm-hmm. and looked at it in a different way. And I mean, like I said, he's just so iconic yeah. to, to American cinema. And for a goddamn good reason. And I think this yeah. is a perfect example of how he has that legendary status today. Mm-hmm. Of how he represents old school Hollywood and how n- nobody's that fucking good anymore. You know, I mean, this guy, he, he didn't get all that just for a name or uh, just for nostalgia reasons. This man fucking earned it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, th- he really shines in this movie from, you know, a guy you think is a villain slowly unraveling into what's you know, a great guy that just had to get chiseled through. He's one of my favorite characters, Rick is, um, since we've been doing <clears throat> versus this year, probably half of last year. Yeah. I really connected yeah. with him. Oh, yeah, Rick. I got I think nothing but respect. Yeah. You know, like I said, he... You know, a lot of the times, uh, people who who get this type of status, uh, with legendary from the past, yeah. what have you, they haven't necessarily earned it. Yeah. I mean, this guy fucking deserves and this, it, and this, so much and, more. Yeah, and this probably goes back more to screenplay than <clears throat> acting, I, I guess. But um, I love how they they just took a chance with his character and they made him mm-hmm. so mysterious. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. It's so cool. Well, he, you know what I mean. Like I said I don't think it would have been as good if somebody less than Humphrey Bogart yeah. would have acted that out. Yeah, I mean, you sure. could write anything, and I think through you know his superior acting skills. He could make it fucking work. Yeah, there's a charm yeah. to him. There's an ele- there's an elegance. That old Hollywood there's elegance. The, the, the yeah. look, the voice, the mannerism, just said everything. This acting is is almost a dead art. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it would be great if some of the actors and actresses today could look at these people and t- take some fucking notes out of their book. Yeah, the performance is great. You know, I, I, so I probably got on too long about it, but no, not at all. I, I definitely have to go with him. I want to mm-hmm. jump in right there. Oh, you're fine, you were bro. saying this might come back uh, more to the writing <laughs> as well as the acting, but the writing kind of gave him what he worked with. Mm-hmm. I, I was reading into this Abraham Lincoln Brigade, and I keep going back yeah. to it in Spain, <laughs> but it's just really fascinating to me that they, they wrote him this way, and it turns out there were some really influential people who went and came back uh, sort of in American literature at the time, some of them were even Hollywood screenwriters. And it gets into this whole thing where in the 40s, there's this like there, the Red Scare kind of era going mm-hmm. on. So to write him, and you know, the, a lot of people in Hollywood are like accused communists or anarchists mm-hmm. or, or whatever, right? Just all kinds of different malcontents. So to tell this story as this guy who obviously like has some sort of leftist leanings, it's it sort of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, at yeah. least anti-fascist leanings at the very least, right? But... Uh, as this mysterious anti-hero and stuff, it's cool. I think it tells a story also of like what's going on back home. His character super representation. Oh yeah, you know right, right. So and it just gave a great actor all that much more to work with. I just want to second everything you oh, guys right are saying. On. So. Yeah, yeah. I think Humphrey Bogart does a really good job. I think I think that you know he's one of those actors. In my opinion, kind of gets away with playing himself in a lot of roles. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. yeah. But I do think there's a lot more nuance to Rick than. You know what I mean? I, I oh, think well, it's I great. Yeah, yeah, I think Orson Welles is the fucking beast. He's good. He's yeah. fucking he is like beast. the fucking 900 pound a, gorilla of this fucking This, this was like, a coin toss in my head. Because I mean, you know what I mean? I, I watched this game like, God damn, he's good. No, yeah, they you know what I mean? Orson, Orson Welles is like, he can I think what really, what really, he's 26 <laughs> years old. Like, yeah. yeah. You like, don't feel that at all. No, you no. don't. Yeah. He's, so, he's like, no. he's so intelligent and well-spoken and just so like, he has such a command of the character. He's got so much and age behind his eyes. And so, yeah. So wisdom. much, so much. I was working exactly. at a grocery store when I was 26. No shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. And this motherfucker. And, and not, I mean, not, not only is he, is he leading it, he's also directing it. We can get a director. Writing Right. I mean, he's involved. He has Full creative control, full over creative one, fucking which control, is like man. unprecedented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the camera, 26 the camera. years old. Like, 
Holy shit. That War of the World shit really paid off. Right. <laughs> I mean, Orson Welles astounds me in this yeah, movie. He's like, fucking amazing. You know, you posted that interview uh, oh, yeah. within Facebook, and he's not even acting there. Maybe maybe an actor is always an actor, but he, when he's giving given that interview, you're drawn into his yeah, storytelling, yeah. the way that he talks, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. so amazing. I think, uh, yeah, I think Bogart gets an obvious honorable mention. For oh, sure. yeah. Um, it, like, some things we're talking about are just sort of his minimalist approach. He does a lot with a little in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a, one moment that sticks out to me. is um, It's in the middle of dialogue, and someone has said something to him as he's lighting a cigarette, and he finishes lighting it and sort of cocks his head a certain <laughs> way, blows out the smoke, and it just conveys everything. And the per- yeah. So much so that the person he's talking to continues the conversation because they've inferred his answer. <laughs> right, right. He does a lot of that with just like, you know, snappy little one- and two-word answers, and you get a lot out of a little. But, yeah, dude, Orson Welles just knocks it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, he creates this character that... I mean, in moments, he's lovable and detestable. He's charming and he's rude. He's selfish. He's generous. He's lighthearted. He's world-weary. He's idealistic. He's craving. And you believe all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's got to go to There's, a, there's a little... I was trying to peg it. There's a little bit of Vincent D'Onofrio. There's a little bit of Leonardo DiCaprio in him. There's... I don't know. Yeah. He was just... He's such a fucking beast in this. Yeah, man. he was. Like I said, this is a major coin toss for me. Oh yeah, yeah, for, yeah exactly. Robert was not a bad pick. You're talking. Yeah. There's no bad answers. This yeah, is Castle exactly. versus Citizen this Kane. Is a yeah. You're talking coin toss, man. It's like answer. you're talking coin toss, man. It's like, do you want pizza or tacos? Do you want yeah. you know, vagina <laughs> or asshole? <laughs> <laughs> do you want fish or horse? <laughs> <laughs> you want Trump or Bush? <laughs> so I went with a tie. <laughs> Pizza tacos, dude. Uh, cheers, yeah. <laughs> To you, buddy. <laughs> oh man, but dude, it's undeniable, dude. Both leads are at the oh, top shit. of their games, man. Mm-hmm. So much charisma Fuck yeah. uh, with both of these actors, oh. man. Their performances are timeless. Um, I, th- I think a tie is fair in, in this category. It's like yeah. Shafter Dolomite. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a fucking hard one, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was leaning more towards Orson Welles for everything you guys said. I mean, uh, for, for sitting in the chair uh, for, for makeup from 2.30 a.m. Uh, to, to 9 a.m., you know? Yeah. Um, uh, with the whole weight of the entire production on his shoulders, writing, directing, all that stuff. Um, Orson Welles, like you said, was a beast. But but I just can't stop thinking of yeah. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he has so much charisma, so I think a tie is fair. Uh, that's the way I'm going. That right takes on. us uh, to best scene. Uh, I, I can't s- wait to talk about this. <laughs> I went with Citizen Kane. Uh, to the end where all his possessions are all laid out. Mm. You know, it's the very end. They're, they, You know, they forget, hey, we're never going to forget what the fuck Rosebud is. And it screens past. And you just see them talking about his possessions. Like, every little thing. You know, this is uh, priceless. This one's $5 million. This is mm-hmm. This is $2. And that's all the man was worth. That's all they were concerned about. Right. You know, the, the chum, the, yes, the chum, the sum of all his achievements were just numbers. Catalogs. Just catalogs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. To be given, sold, paid debts, whatever. And how much more poignant is it that, <clears throat> that in the end, the thing that was most important to him gets chucked in the furnace, right? I'm, I'm like, going to get so on that one in a different award. Okay, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. I just... I, oh, no, no, you're fine. I mean, it was just like, man, everything he was, you know, what he said, whether you loved him, hate him, whatever, you know, all this power, all this money to just buy and sell an island if you wanted to, you mm-hmm. know? And it was nothing. That, that song, Dirt... That uh, Nine Inch Nails did, and that uh, Johnny Cash yeah. did. You know I, that song popped into my head during the scene. 
you know, because it, it was it was just dirt. It was nothing. Yeah, all yeah. these statues. That's, gonna a, good, that's to, a great analogy, man. Yeah, probably going to go back to fucking Europe, maybe a museum. Nobody gave a shit. They were still boxed. You know what I mean? His right. life was essentially shit. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean that sucks right. to dirt. say. Yeah, it was, yeah, but it was, right. it was dirt. You know, you, you can have it all my empire of dirt. And I think he would have given it away that's a great to have yeah. his childhood back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it was just so strong of a... It's the small moments in life. It's it the was. relationships. It's, you know, those small Everything. encounters. He wanted love. He memories. wanted someone to love him. Yeah. You know. The, the loss of innocence, you know. Everything exactly. else, it doesn't matter. You can't take it with you. And it goes back to that's that That's a quote. great, yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, I could have been a great guy if I hadn't been so rich. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got so much regret. And like I said, at the end, nobody cares. Right. And I think you part know? of it, like, he understands the unfairness of this system where mm-hmm. he could just be gifted this opulence and, and, uh, anything like sort of outside of this world you know he, he wouldn't have to walk a block away to see like extreme poverty especially in the time sure. in which he's coming up so uh, you know that that has to weigh on a person you know what I mean the, mm-hmm. this inequity that you're sort of playing into and and sort of a party too, right? But mm-hmm. he couldn't walk away from it. As much as he hated it, he never gave his riches away. Oh, yeah. Right? He, right. he lived that life. For, matter of fact, he used them to, to manipulate people, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, I, it's I just another created, layer. It's yeah. Just a, yeah. It's like it created a dark side of him that he wanted to get rid of, but it was just mm-hmm. his shadow all the way to the grave. Right. The, for a long time for me, the defining moment was was the sled. Right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was That's that's kind of what this whole thing is built up to, that he's lived this... He's lived this this life that, it, that he has anything he could ever want, but he, you know, he, he wants the love of everyone, you know, but he has, he has no one, you know. Uh, but I think the, the, the more defining moment for me, I well, think the best is, scene, best scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. I was like, wait, wait, somebody's fucked up here, and it's usually me. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so best scene <laughs> was, uh, you know, of all the gym joints in all the towns in all the world, is that that scene from Casablanca. Um, because I think we've already talked about it is the, the use of the first of all that's where you really get I think the major interaction between Sam and Rick you know I mean? where, where you really see them playing off each other and you feel their relationship um, there's that amazing noir like side lighting where he, this is really the point this is the conflict you know what I mean this is the crossroads for yep. Rick and it's the way it's illustrated through the lighting is amazing uh, it's also one of the it's one of those scenes like I've never seen this fucking movie, and how do I know every word you're gonna say? Because it's just it's so ubiquitous and so yeah. like it, it's so prevalent through pop culture that like just I just know this entire movie. fucking scene. Yep. it's crazy. It's best scene. That's <laughs> my best scene. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Actually, I I agree. I did go with a tie, but for Casablanca, it was the same thing. It was the exposition, mm. man. It was just mm. it was it was setting up Casablanca. It was setting up uh, Rick's Cafe. There was just so much going on. I mean, uh, from the pickpocket lending to sort of the yeah. atmosphere to, um, you know, it sets up that there were these Nazis murdered and, they, and these papers were thieved. And, and you know, like you said, you, right. you have this um, this mystery man and, and his beautiful woman coming through. There's this whole confluence of events <laughs> and, and, and it just sets this entire world up and draws you in immediately. It's beautifully done. So For like, sure. the opening scene right in Casablanca was, was great. And... Um, and Citizen Kane, it, I had a similar feeling to sort of lesser effect, but I think it's it's worth mentioning and it's actually worth the tie. Um, when young Charles Foster Kane, when he takes over the newspaper and he goes in there and he shakes things up and things are moving fast, you know, and things when things are going well, uh, yeah. and when he's making these bold declarations and 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 proclamations to the people and things, there's seeds of things going bad, right? There's seeds of the yellow journalism yeah, yeah, yeah. that start right from the very beginning. 
but it looks like it's going to be on the up and up. It's before this sort of decline, and uh, there's a lot of momentum there. It catches you up and pulls you into that movie as well. So. Man, I hope I can explain my favorite scene, guys, because, man, it's it, there's so much going on. So much going on within this scene. It's uh, nothing touches it in Casablanca or Citizen Kane. Um, the scene was amazing to me. It's the dueling anthems mm-hmm. um, oh, between yeah. the French refugees and the Germans, man. There's so much going on. Powerful. So so many meaningful glances. Um, the Germans, they're uh, showing a, a display of power, and then they get dr- drowned out by the patriotism of the, mm-hmm. of the French. Um, but then you also get... Um, uh, Elsa's love and admiration for her husband Victor as he walks by, you know, and you just see she knows what he's gonna do, yeah. you know, and there's just this respect that that, that you see Elsa give, you know, Victor. You can right that on. moment, you you know why she is in love with Victor. Right. You know that's yeah. why that's that's um, her husband, you know, and then probably the best character arc within a minute ever on screen um, is Yvonne, yeah. Yvonne crying. It is so powerful because mm-hmm. at the at the beginning of this movie she's drinking she gets kicked out of the bar by yeah. by Rick she had a one night stand with him she comes back later and then she has um you know a, a German sh- a shoulder on her arms mm-hmm. and she's probably just you know with these these strong men so she can feel safe during this occupation and then when that moment arises man when they sing that French anthem it's that pride of your nation and right. just standing up and she's just crying and she's she's delivering it she's like yeah this is this is this is this is it you know yeah. um, there's that and then there's Captain Renault, there's that scene where, you know, before he they, they sing the, the anthem, you know, he looks up at Rick to see what he's going to do because the Germans are getting so loud in the bar because he's so intrigued by Rick's actions, you know. What, what's he how, what's he gonna do with this? You know? And, and what's it, he get? What's he, he get? He, he gets yeah. the nod. He gets the nod. And he's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. who starts all of this, man. It's such a great scene, is, man. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, so man. much going on. No, um, I love the, the dueling anthems. I think it's now, I didn't have time to research this, um, but Kyle had told me that part of the reason why there's such like conviction is that like those are like actual French people, you know what I mean? That they, we'll get they into that. Okay, you okay, I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know if that, you could verify that or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. I, I, he had told me that. And I think that's the case with Yvonne. Like that that scene where she's crying. Do you do you remember that scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so powerful, man. And were like there I not said, people involved with making the movie that had like gotten out of occupied Europe? Was I'm sure there the were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people involved. Yeah. Definitely. Right. And how much, how much uh, screen time do you think Yvonne has in that? Probably like a full minute, like, maybe two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh, she, total. Yeah. She, yeah, when she's standing up and she's singing that that fringe anthem, right it's on. like wow, that's powerful stuff. Hmm. All right, so that takes us to um, defining moment. Okay, uh, my yes. defining moment uh, ties in with the best scene uh, at the very, very end of Citizen Kane when the sled is burning. Mm-hmm. You get your answer to what Rosebud is, but that burning of that sled to me is such a metaphor for his life again. You know what I mean? And it, it's that childhood that he strived for, right? And it, it it's his death, and it's also the death of his childhood because I don't think he ever really let go. Um, oh no! Because I mean, even the way he acted, like you know, you, you try to tell us what you're going to keep singing. I mean, it's not just something a powerful man would say, but it's also something maybe a child would say. To try to be controlling of everything around it, because he did not have control mm. when he was a child. He he wanted to stay with his mom, right? You know, and I yeah. think that just tore him up throughout his whole life. You know, and he, he resented it his whole life. You exactly, know I mean? like, and he acted like a child his whole <laughs> life, getting kicked out of schools. You know, he didn't have anybody telling him what to do because you know he's Charles fucking Kane, right? Yeah. You know, all this power, and he never, you know, all he wanted was his childhood back. But he did. He acted, you know, like a child all the way through the movie. 
just with the, well, I'm going to spend millions just to piss you off. And yeah, you're going right. to keep singing whether you like it or not. And mm. no, I don't give a fuck what you say about me. Print your fucking papers. I'm not, you know. Right. And all this. He it, says it out loud. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. And me, you're going to think what I want you to <laughs> yeah. think. You know, yeah. it's yes, almost yes, like what a child would yep. do. Throwing a temper tantrum. And that was just so symbolic at the end. You mm. know, he died and so did his childhood. It sure. died with him. You know, childhood. I hate to quote the crow, but childhood's over the moment you know you're going to die. And with his death, like I said, the burning sled, uh, his fire of his life mm-hmm. is just gone. I think, so, like I said, before the, <laughs> over the longest time, that, that, that was that was my moment as well. But I think, to me, the more powerful moment is, is just like, is just the, the snow globe. You know what I mean? He, yeah, he has the snow yeah, globe. Yeah, great. And it, there's this, <clears throat> the, the, the journey, I think, chronologically, the, the Throughout the film of the snow globe, like at first you see it. First place you see it is actually in Susan's like apartment. When when he goes into her apartment, it's just like sitting on the on the in her bedroom or whatever. And then, um, you know, later after he fucking she leaves, he's tearing the fucking room up. That's like the only thing that's left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That like yeah. reminds him of her. Mm-hmm. And then oh, that's the one thing he has. She's gone. You know what I mean? But in the end, when he dies, like he's just he's got this fucking snow globe, and that's it's just. Reminding him of of simpler times and happy happier times, you know that. Um, yeah, it de- definitely definitely the sled. You know what I mean? That's like mm-hmm. I I want my childhood back. I just wanted to have like a normal happy life. I could have been a great man if I weren't rich. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, but I think the snow globe. I think is a, maybe a better representation to yeah, me. That, that's good. Of that's, like exactly good the, the pain that he has. All right, I actually have to uh, respectfully disagree and push back on that a little bit. What? Yeah, for me, this was a total no-brainer, man. I think uh, here's looking at you on a runway, kid. I mean, yeah. yeah. On the runway, it's, it's possibly the defining moment for, like, classic Hollywood of all time. I mean, it's it's iconic. It's, uh, you know, Rick finally comes through. He makes a tough decision. He mm. shows his true colors as a decent human. And, I mean, like, that is the... Classic Hollywood, like, like uh, happy ending. You know, think, right. that noose was tightening and tightening all along, and it sort of all works out at the very end, and you get this lighthearted feeling to go away with, and uh, mm. yeah. So that just it, that defined the whole experience for me. Yeah, no, I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> also <Man>. very good. <laughs> the defining moment for me is the last words of a dying man. Mm. I'm going Citizen Kane, Red Bud. Um, well, you're all Red Bud. Why did he say Red Bud? Did I say Red Bud? Yeah, it's the did. second time you said Red Bud. Jesus tonight. Christ! I don't know why Rosebud. I know that. Roses are red. <laughs> Maybe that's the deal. I don't fucking know. I've had a couple of these purple hazes. I'm gonna blame it on that shit because I know fucking. Well, you've Rosebud. had two. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, Rosebud, man. I'm sorry, guys. That's fucking crazy. Um, the symbol- you misspelled Kane in the poll, too. I'd like to point that out. Yeah, well, you can suck my cock. Um, <laughs> it's a simple word uh, that meant nothing to nobody. Um, but in its basic sense, um, Rosebud is about childhood innocence, happiness, you know, playing in the snow, fucking childhood memories. Mm. Um, I love the analogy that you gave of Johnny Cash. You know, um, I, no, I think that's brilliant. Um, it's not nice nails, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. <laughs> but um, but no one could do it like Johnny Cash. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I, 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 I love Nine Inch Nails, but it, Johnny Cash. No, no, and I know we're gonna get too deep in the woods, but like yeah, yeah, you, have yeah, a, yeah. you have a wonderful song that was already sad, then you sing it, then you take it, and it's sung by an old man who's an, dying, and an old <laughs> an old man with experience, right? Yeah, and it experience. completely. I mean, I think even Trent Reznor has said like that. 
he it, it can it's be his, his song. song right? It's Johnny Cash's. Yeah. I mean, they, song they were right literally now. his yeah. dying words. Yeah. Yeah. He died but, as soon as he shut the piano. He fucking. Fell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like in the end, you know, uh, fortune and fame uh, was just all uh, just this empire of dirt and all that's left of this childhood memory, you know. Of Rosebud, you know, mm. I, that, that's so special, man. And I think if you know, it, it just speaks of the human condition, man. It just, it's just something that just after, especially an aging male, you know, you, you start thinking about, man, you know, um, you know, you get to your late thirties and you start thinking about, you know, what, what, it, it's crazy. Okay, I'm getting kind of deep here, but I started thinking <laughs> about horror conventions and uh, things that I collect for my walls, sure. right? And I'm like, you know, man, I, you know, <clears throat> mid thirties, pushing forty, and it's like. Do I need to collect anything else? I'll be dead in fucking 20, 30 years. You know, it's like you gotta stop at some point. And you right. start thinking about your childhood and the things that really mean something right. to you, you know? Right. Exactly. And for uh, you know, Charles Foster Kane, it was a fucking sled, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I hope while I'm on my deathbed, I'm not saying snake eyes or storm shadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so low. Die with some dignity. <laughs> No, but you can, you can sum it up. I hope I don't shit myself saying fucking He-Man. He-Man, what's the millennial version? Like shit. a Tamagotchi or <laughs> some shit? Like, Super Mario 3. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> he be drops his Game Boy color. There wouldn't be a big inquiry of like, you know, what I was about. Like, this dude like did jokes and fucking He-Man, I guess. Whatever you feel like, Wayne, what? what he was just fucked up, man. Don't look into it. He's fucking with you. He's fucked with you one last time. You're gonna die and you're gonna be like, Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> what the fuck? Drop the fleshlight. <laughs> Drop the fleshlight. Fleshlight will fall out of my ass. <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> That's how mama put me to sleep. <laughs> it's how grandma did it. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, Red Bud. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Are we about done with this? <laughs> fucking Red Bud. Are you thinking Red Bull? Red Bull? You just gotta say Red Bud. All right, you're rubbing off. You nasty ass. Let's go. All right, um, best director. Uh, Orson Welles, Citizen Kane. Uh, so no, again, nothing wrong with Casablanca. Red Bud, fuck. But uh, <laughs> are you done? I'm sorry. <laughs> are you done? Hey, yeah, yeah, it bothers me too, Brad. <laughs> Here's looking at you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But sometime soon, I will fuck you up. Again, <laughs> because of the camera shots and and so forth, I, I definitely had to go with Citizen Kane. Oh yeah, it's Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're just it's, it's Orson Welles, even if he wasn't 26 years old. No at the time shit, they're that like, young doing that. Yeah. It's like that's fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of all the gin houses and all the panty houses, you had to walk into just say Orson Welles and go. It's my favorite quote, man. You had to walk in this motherfucker. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. It fits over to me. I went with Orson Welles. Too. <laughs> the, the, the guy, he had a grand vision, and he pulled it mm. off. He wore a okay, lot of hats man. to do it, and uh, he also respected his audience enough to sort of uh, leave some of it up to them. Yeah, and sure. that was cool. Um, Orson Welles? Okay, cool. Yeah, 25 years old, directed, co-wrote, starred, produced... Mm-hmm. 
fucking first feature film. Um, fucking amazing. He could do anything yeah. he wanted with it's this movie. Full creative control. The entire cast was entirely from Mercury Theater Troupe, which was um, Orson Welles' fucking... The, the place that he found yeah, it when he was right. 21 years old. Um, yeah, fucking nailed it. Next. Yes. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wild card. I Because I there was a lot of... Uh, Good guys, a lot of bad guys, and somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but uh, all in all, in both movies, there were a lot of assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my award goes to the biggest asshole, Citizen Kane, Charles Kane. Yeah. <laughs> this wow. guy, I know I went through a little deep about how childish he was and stuff, mm. but my, behind the scenes, you know, it's almost like he was doing good to the people just for his own self-image mm-hmm. to feed it, you know, like he can look at himself in the mirror it's and say, ego, man. hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a, a demagogue. Yeah, I'm yeah. a good guy. You know, but like I say, he goes to his wife. I mean, she's in tears. He's, you're going to sing. Right. You know, and then he goes up to that guy, you know, you're, fi- oh yeah, I'm writing your review. You're fired. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, God, what, like I said, a lot of assholes and, yeah. He's, he's a consummate asshole. asshole. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He is the demigod I mean, he's, asshole. He's so, the, I think that you, you like with, with Susan, Right, like, like she, she doesn't want to do this. You know, she, yeah, does, she doesn't yeah. want to be a singer. She never did. He she, like made it up. Right, <laughs> and, and it was, it was, it's purely because like when when the newspaper printed the story about him having an affair, they said like she was a singer, like right. So he's proving a point. And he was like, no, yeah. fuck you. Like if that's like, I'm gonna prove that she's a real singer. And it's like it's not even proving. And you know, he says to her like, "We're gonna make it. We're we're gonna make it. Not like you're gonna make it. Like we're gonna do this." Yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't. He's not doing it for her. He's doing it for him. Exactly. He's just just to prove that like, like, he, you know, he's not a failure. He's no no, yeah. no way you're gonna call me a fucking failure. I'll make my own fucking theater. I'll write the. I'll write my own fucking review. Exactly. You know what I mean? Really, I mean, and if you don't know, narcissism, there he fucking. And is. if you don't, if you don't like, and even even after all that collapses, he's like, all right, fuck everybody. I'm just gonna make my own fucking private Xanadu or whatever. Yeah. Over here. I'm gonna make a private my private fucking mountain, and yeah. nobody else is invited. You know what I mean? Like, like. Yeah, he just did. William Randolph Hearst have a big fucking mountain like that? I don't he know. did have a private estate. Yeah, he had yeah. a first estate. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm sure it's not as opulent. Let's as... see what that shit looks like now, man. You know, I wonder if it's bitching now. You know what? Like it probably Johnny Depp. Probably it probably can't, can't touch the modern day analogs. Yeah, I'm sure because yeah. none of them had fucking Jeff Bezos money. You know, none yeah, of right. them have have the type of money that. Like the uh the oil magnates or the financial. He did try to buy an island. He did buy an island. Oh, he actually yeah, did buy it? Johnny Depp's Island's fucking crazy-ass cool. I, 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 yeah, it's crazy-ass cool, man. <laughs> it's got roller coasters and... and oh, wait, it's no, all this fucking Jackson's crazy place. hats he wears in Tim Burton films. We like, he pisses <laughs> in the ocean while wearing a fucking fedora. Dude. <laughs> 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 no one gives a shit. Yeah, the, hey, it's Johnny Depp and he's... So my, my wild card, I didn't know how to like fit this into anything else. This is my wild card, but like, like Casablanca... For being just so ubiquitous and so pervasive in popular culture, to the extent that, like, having never seen it, I knew all the major plot beats. I could quote <laughs> yeah, the whole crazy, fucking movie right? as I went. What's a legendary that's insane. film? That's like, Pantheon. Yeah, that's honestly. If you can have that, I mean, if you can, if people can quote it and they've never seen it, yeah, yeah. isn't that that's a mark yeah. of a great film, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's you know, something. Yeah, it's damn sure. It's yeah. certainly in our culture. It, yeah. It's permeated through everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my wild card. This was a little bit tough. I actually started out, um, I was going to give it to the most influ- influential, 
the most emulated or the most ripped off parody, but <laughs> dude, that it was too hard because there's too much out there. I could yeah, not right, do yeah. that category and come to any sort of conclusive decision. I don't like you could do probably a whole study, a whole course on oh, that, right? Man, yeah. So I crossed that one out. That'd be a movie unto itself, really. I mean, yeah. So I went back and uh, I redid my wild card as the most enjoyable modern watch. Which one's the more accessible right to on. just to just your walk-in modern viewer? And right. to me, it was Casablanca. I agree. A yeah. little tighter, a uh, little, little uh, sort of snappier beats. Um, Sounds like a bonus point for best picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a yeah. <laughs> little bit, I guess. So. I guess <laughs> I guess <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the direction I went with it. I think that... So, I, Casablanca, I think, I think, yes, it is more accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that both of these films are like, both of these films are clearly art. Yeah. But like, I don't think Casablanca doesn't feel like art when you're watching. Casablanca just feels like a great, it's entertaining crazy, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's very you you it's, easier. It's very, although it is stylized. It, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't think I, it's like when you watch when you watch like like I think I think that. Citizen Kane is aware that it's art. You know what I mean? I, I think that like yeah. as you're watching it, you're aware that like okay, I'm watching art. Mm-hmm. But like with Casablanca, I think I think you really sit down and you just watch it, and you just you can do anything you just enjoy it. Yeah. But it's so deep that like you can watch it over and over again and, and notice things. Like I've never noticed that like Renault orders a drink in every scene, and yeah. that adds so much to the character. You know? Yeah. I, that or, uh, I, they're both worth a couple watches for yeah, sure. For sure. But I just think for your average person walking in. Uh, which experience is going to go down smoother? Probably absolutely. Casablanca. Yeah, probably. absolutely. Yeah, so wild card, I'm going Casablanca. Um, but Susan Kane, it won my Special Achievement Award, so I couldn't, uh, I used all my ties, so I couldn't tie this, <laughs> I couldn't tie it in there. So um, I wanted to celebrate diversity within Casablanca. Um, only three right. of the main actors, Humphrey Bogart, Joy Page, and Dooley Wilson were American. The rest of the cast were French, German, Canadian, all over the globe. And it's it's a problem that we're still having in twenty you know eighteen. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're we're filming the the Aladdin movie right now, right for Disney, and they're taking uh, white people and they're painting them brown. <laughs> they're browning yeah. them up, brown yeah. face. <laughs> no, is, that, is that real? That's fucking that's real. real. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! They did Look, Ghost in the Shell with fucking Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, you know, like, you know Gods of Egypt was huge. Yeah. Gods of Egypt, everybody white. The whole, you know, it's like right. white. Jar uh, <laughs> uh, <Jared> Butler as <laughs> the Dude, god of Egypt. Speaking <laughs> of Gerard <laughs> Butler, remember three hundred? Holy, yeah, they yeah. were a bunch exactly. of like, white dudes with no Persons. chest hair. To yeah. between the bunch, they're supposed to be like swarthy Mediterranean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of crackers so, <laughs> so seventy to eighty percent of your cast here, you know, was was a very diverse was cast. Legit. Yeah. That's something that you've got to respect, and I think that for sure that, that gives a value to Casablanca. You're watching it, and it's it's not hum, uh, Humphrey Bogart playing the fucking Nazi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It, remember, a, remember that. Uh, that Dave Chappelle bit the last N word on Earth, uh, yes. starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. Sorry, man. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but we're dealing with uh, those same problems today, and they nailed yeah. it in 1942. Some props, and not only diversity. Why did they fucking learn from that shit? Diversity like, in 1942. Hey, they used real diversity, and it was such a great movie. Instead of fucking off, oh, we, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. One, you know? so my big takeaway too. That could have been a defining moment, but the the way that they nailed Ain't diversity in 1942 and an interracial um, friendship, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, between yeah. Sam and Rick, both those things are so special to me. It's like look back, guys, 1940 fucking two. We're 2018. Let's get our shit together. Let's make right. some fucking movies. Fuck yeah. And I mean, and Sam, and just speaking back to Sam for a second, like even at the end when he's like, like Sam's gonna go work at the Blue Parrot or whatever, like, he's like. 
dude, like he he deserves whatever twenty five percent or whatever. Yeah, he's almost doing. a full partner, twenty five right. fucking mm-hmm. percent. And of that it, you know, and, and uh, the guy's like, well, I happen to know that you only pay him Howard, but 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 you know, I mean, he's worth it. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like give him two bucks, he's gonna train my parents. Right. <laughs> 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 and he's gonna yeah, train Rick, my Rick is, he, he is he, he is like Rick's friend and Rick's partner, and like <laughs> to the extent that like Rick. Yeah. Is really advocating for even lying on his behalf and saying like he deserve he oh this is how much he gets paid just to make sure that, that Sam's gonna be set yeah you know mm-hmm. but they, uh, Rick did hide the fucking letters of transit underneath the piano oh, in his which piano one, uh, which one <laughs> fuck Sam <laughs> Sam they would have hung Sam by his dick real good friendship there uh, your piano man Sam had these trains. These aren't mine. Play it again. Play it again. again one last time. Time goes by. Time goes by when you. Time goes by. When you're hanging from your dick. <laughs> oh shit! That would have been an Academy Award worthy ending right there. What is it? Oh my god! Like I hanging by his dick. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Look what shadowing is there. Uh, best pick. Uh, this one, again was tough. Uh, both movies had nothing but great things about them, but I, I had to go with Casablanca. Uh, Citizen Kane, uh, that's not something, as much as I loved it, it's not something I'll watch very often. If I watch that again twice more in my life, I'll be surprised. But Casablanca is <laughs> one, one of those movies. What, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, man. Am I going to watch Cannibal Holocaust again? Or Casablanca? <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust always wins. Because <laughs> 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 somebody's hanging by their dick in both movies. <laughs> but at the end, I went with Casablanca. It was just, uh, I think it had a more interesting story. It wasn't as well written, but it had more going on for it. Uh, something I think I can get a little something out of it each time I watch it, whereas uh, Sis King was straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like I got like everything there was to get in, in one viewing. Yeah, this is really close. I mean, like, uh, like my <clears throat> when I first watched them, it was Citizen Kane by a mile. <clears throat> and then, you know, I talked to some people. I read a bunch of stuff. I watched more scenes again. I went, I went back over and over and over it. And then it grows on me every time. It's honestly still growing on me. And so, you know, if you ask me next week, maybe my answer will be different. If you ask me next year, maybe my answer will be different. But right now, it's um, it's Citizen Kane. Like I said before, like right. when I when I finished Citizen Kane. I didn't need. So you're a Citizen any. Kane kind of guy. Mm. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think honestly, like when I finished, it, I didn't need anybody to explain to me uh-huh. why why is this so good. You know, what I, I think mean? that's like, important to a fucking video lander to know if yes. you're a Citizen Kane kind of guy, yeah. or a Casablanca kind of guy. I definitely. I mean, no, don't be wrong. I think they're both Pantheon. But you're <laughs> like, a Citizen Kane. But I'm a citizen, guy. But, but one or the other. I'm a Citizen Kane guy for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, right on. It's cool. I think it's kind of important, I think, right here to talk about how we approached it. I think Cub, me and you had at least had not seen either of these movies going into it. And a lot of ink's been spilled about both of these. A lot of thought's been put into both of these. I mean, sure. I, I'm sure there's been courses taught on these films and everything else. So I was never going to absorb all of that before coming into here. And I didn't want to like just sort of parrot some things that I had read. So I went tried to go into these with... like. As fresh of eyes as I could, oh, right? And after after consuming them, I went back and I read some things and I watched uh, bits of them over again and stuff. Um, and just like so much of it was just so striking, but I made in the end sort of like a not rational choice, just like a, a, an emotional choice mm-hmm. of like right. which one I came out of like 
feeling better or or which one I'd be more eager to watch again? So what kind of guy are you? Casablanca, man. Oh, it's romantic. Here's the thing. I think it's because I have someone to cheer for. I think it's because watching Citizen right Kane, on. as relatable as he can be, as Kane can be, I, I would never find myself in a, in a position where I could um, sort of sympathize with a robber baron type guy. Um, especially not a demagogic one um, and an abusive one. And, and he gets less likable as it sort of goes on. You see the world wearing on him and things. But just uh, uh, Bogart's character in Casablanca, I mean, how do you not root for the guy? And even yeah, his... Right his, on. His not, dilemma. His, yeah, and not, yeah, his dilemma surrounds less his adversaries, um, uh, like sort of the Nazis and, and the, the, right. the French collaborators there. But... Um, it, it surrounds another great guy that you cheer for. Right. So it's this like extra element of, of yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So to me that it was more accessible and it was more enjoyable. And I, and I do think I'll go back to that yeah. one uh, first. So Casa it goes Bonnet. back to that, that quote too, of like all the gin joints, you know, you <laughs> yeah. step into mine. It's like, this dude's a survivor. He's doing this thing. He's laying low. He helps people when he can. But then and I you agree just, with you it. just fucking come in here and you just now right. I have to do things that I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. regularly yeah. do, you right. know? That's a great dilemma to have. You yeah. know, people are gonna character. see that good side of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I I actually tend to agree with his politics, so it makes him even more sympathetic to yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So I think it just I wanna touch base real quick on, on Charles Foster I know that he's an unlikable yeah. character. Um but I and I and I think it was the one that was like I don't I don't really want to watch it, but I think one of the things that's important I think to remember when, when you have a character like Kane one of the reasons he's unlikable is the things that you see in him or the thing the things that you don't like about him are the things that you don't like about you no. you know what I mean and like hmm. that it makes it harder to watch right but it it's important you know what I mean and I'm, well, I, I know that's not what you're saying but I'm just you know what I'm saying no, like, no I, I appreciate that totally and I hadn't <clears throat> I guess I hadn't considered that because yeah. you kind of do have to question um in that circumstance, how would I have fared? What would mm-hmm. I have done? Uh, dragged away from what you know and taken to a boarding school and, and lavished with opulence. Um, yeah. How do you come out? Well, I'd be sympathetic and probably not. Yeah. Right, I, I mean, probably don't have the same worldview that I have sitting exactly, here today. Right. So, yeah, that I guess that, that is important. Yeah, I'd probably be a some, son of a bitch too. Yeah, I mean, yeah <laughs> that's, I guess. And, and like I said in the beginning, I think it's going to be worth it now to go back and, and, and sort of digest some of the information yeah. about these and revisit them and I look forward to doing it. I think so. you created another versus, man. Maybe this year or next year. Citizen Kane has definitely been smashed by Casablanca. Yeah, I think yeah. we can all agree yeah, at this yeah. point without counting. Um, there will be blood. Oh, yeah. Versus Casablanca. I mean, I'm sorry. Versus, versus Citizen Kane. Kane. I think that would be a great fucking yeah. versus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be good. <clears throat> but okay, so for best picture for me, um, I'll admit, I thought I was a Citizen Kane guy. Yeah. Coming into this episode, I thought I'd be a Citizen Kane guy. I am a Casablanca kind of guy. <laughs> um, I think Casablanca is the best movie. I think Citizen Kane is the better movie, technically. You know, if yeah, that makes sense. I follow you. Yeah, but um, it, it looks amazing. <clears throat> I like the narrative structure with Citizen Kane, but um, I'm out of ties. So Casa, <laughs> Casablanca, man, it's fun. It, it's um, so a little bit more mainstream. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. It's romantic. I'm an undeveloped romantic. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of assists me, you know. But um, it's intriguing, you know. Like I, I've, uh, mm-hmm. I love Rick's character. I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm asking those same questions. Why can't he go back to America, you know? And um, I, I, it, the whole movie's intriguing. Um, it has Nazis. 
<laughs> so sure it does. Um, yeah. But I'll sit back and I'll watch Susan yes. Kane if I want to study the human condition. Yeah. But Cas- Casablanca will get more turns in my Blu-ray player. And mm-hmm. every time I get, I get the option, I will go with um, overall enjoyment, you know, over the other, you know. Mm-hmm. And for this, I'm going Casablanca. It's, right my, it's my favorite picture. So uh, we will count the golden <laughs> idols and we will be right back with the results. Hilton, I'm no good at being noble, but it doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. We are back, and after counting the Golden Idols, Cousin Wayne, who won? Oh, Casablanca by a fucking landslide. Landslide, <laughs> damn. And that's not to say Citizen Kane was a bad movie. Please, you know, I don't think I can speak for everybody here on this one. Citizen Kane was still a strong fucking movie, but just Casablanca came shining out ahead. So Casablanca is the only movie that matters at this point. So does it deserve Pantheon? Nathan, do you want to tell our new listeners what is Pantheon? So Pantheon is like the best of the best. It's you know the special section of the website where only the best films can go. <clears throat> they get nominated a couple well a couple times a month really. We have one nomination to the council, potential from winners and verses and marathons and things like that. But really, it's a it's a pretty small group. Yeah, or unique um, films that all of us choose yeah. to celebrate that we right. all agree right. agree that are unique. Right. Unimpeachable, uh, either way. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. So, it, it's, so yeah, once they're in, they're in. <laughs> yeah, once they're in, it's in, but it has to be voted in. It's not exactly. an easy process. Lots of good films don't make it. Yeah, House yeah. of the Fucking Gods. <laughs> All right, so Casablanca is the only movie we're talking about right now. Susan Kane, Yadios Amigo, we'll see you with uh, maybe possibly There Will Be Blood. But right now, Casablanca, only film. So who do we want to start with? Uh, Nathan. They're both Pantheon. Okay, okay. <laughs> they're, 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 the thing, like, yeah, I'm a Citizen Kane guy. Um, I went into this not knowing kind of how it was going to go, but, like, in, in a sense, this has been one of the easiest marathons because it's like, I don't care who wins because they're both fucking Pantheon. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, no matter which one won, I'm going to nominate the other one for my next fucking nomination. Oh, really? So that's the, whatever. Or end of the year or your nomination, like... <laughs> well, it depends because if it loses, it, on, if it yeah. loses, you have to wait a year. So, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Just, so it depends on if I go yeah, yeah. what time and whatever. Okay. But at my earliest opportunity, Citizen Kane will be my next. Yeah, and <clears> for <throat> Versus or Marathon, uh, for a Pantheon kick-up, uh, all <laughs> of us have to agree tonight at the table right. that it deserves a kick-up and then it goes mm-hmm. to that council. So... Because it won't. Definitely worth a kick-up. Oh, so definitely worth a kick-up. Worth a kick-up? Well, yeah, definitely, definitely Pantheon. Okay. I agree with Nathan on this Would one. you say yes? Yes. Yes, okay. I will. There's no losers in this. Like I said, I came in thinking, God, you know, Citizen Kane is not nearly as good. It's boring, yada, yada, yada. But after watching Citizen Kane a few times, looking into it a little deeper, I, I began to see what everybody else saw. Mm-hmm. What a great fucking movie. So I thought, you know what? Even if Citizen Kane comes <laughs> out the winner... I would gladly still say yes to it. Okay. So, but yeah, definitely yes for Casablanca. Yeah, I thought I was a Citizen Kane kind of guy. I'm a Casablanca kind of guy. I'm definitely yeah. saying yes. Um, I was very surprised with this movie. I'm kind of like a Singing in the Rain kind of surprised. Um, right. I don't know if oh, I've yeah. ever watched Casablanca before. If I have, it's been so long. You might as well it's say so, it that I've never seen it. Yeah, right. It's it's been, it was one of those things where like ten years at least for me. Rachel and I were talking about it. And it was like, well, have you ever seen Have you ever seen Casablanca? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like I have, you know what I mean? Like because yeah. it's so, it's everywhere. It's I, it's everything. I it's, probably got the uh, the original Star Wars Cantina with Rick's Cafe, like yeah. I said. You know, um, Rick's pretty much a um, 
I, I guess a more sophisticated Han Solo. You know, he helped smuggle guns for the Ethiopians. You know, he's never good enough. Yeah, yeah. So I like, wouldn't be that surprised if there was some influence going price. the opposite probably. way. Oh, could probably. Be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, you know, like my my favorite scene. It's one of my favorite scenes since we've been doing versus um, this year or marathons. I love that battle of the anthems, man. It's mm-hmm. really stuck yeah. with me. Um, score, um, acting, um, screenplay, locations. They don't um, miss. For me, they yeah. don't miss. Um, so I'm, I think I know what Chase is going to say, but we're going to put it all on him tonight because if he <laughs> says no, it blocks it. So we're just going to... What do you think? Yeah, no, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no just because fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, resounding yes. Resounding yes. Yeah, and awesome. I got to say, going into this, I had this feeling like... You almost had this like nagging voice in my head like, being a person who says they like movies, like, you gotta watch these movies. What are you doing with your life? How'd you make it this far in your life not right. watching? Oh, yeah. I have a different attitude now about going back. And if you haven't seen these movies, it's more like you have something really cool ahead of you. Right. If yeah. you've never seen these, mm-hmm. they are worth it. So go check them out. Either, either one is a, is a yes. It's a definite necessity. And, and, yeah, and you're gonna see there's so much to take away from these things. Yeah. Especially, right. like, you know, I assume we're talking to a mostly domestic audience, an American audience, like, there's so much of American like social and political and cultural life woven into these and that grew out of these that where you can see these trends that track through yeah. them and it's one of the most interesting parts of watching them aside from the fact that they're great movies and they're mm. well made and well acted. Yeah. Our, thing, our so. Wing Wing interview took us straight to the Philippines so I think we have a lot of Philippines <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there's plenty of that for them to get out of yeah, it yeah, too. Yeah 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 and uh, so thank you very much for being a part of uh, tonight awesome. uh, Wing yeah, Wing. Absolutely. I know you're uh, very politically minded so I knew you would really you know, Jello with this, yeah, yeah. right there. Um, I can't wait to do a future versus with you. We're gonna be doing. Uh, we've talked about this um, in length, but mission to Moscow mm-hmm. versus Gabriel over the White House. Yeah, I think that's one. gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, is there any other comments uh, before we shut this down, cousin Wayne? I think we said it all. Nate, I don't think so. I mean, I was. It was interesting to me that like you know, kind of consider myself a movie guy. We do this shit a lot, and like <laughs> I'd never seen these, you know. And it was, I was thinking about it today, and it was like, you know, a, a lot of us, you know, get into movies for the same kind of way, you know what I mean? Like, we used to go to the movie store and get, you know, shitty horror movies and whatever, and like, you know, I never... You looked get, at me when you said that. Well, no, I, I know that I, we share that, you know what I mean? It's like, going, I'm just going to get the dumbest shit, and and that's kind of how I got into, like, liking movies, Yeah. yeah. but I never went there and was like, I'm going to get Citizen Kane, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was never like this, like, 16-year-old fucking long hair, being like, yeah, yeah motherfucker. Like, yeah. Like, I, I rented both of these movies, and I did have, like, this superior look about myself as yeah. I checked out because I had, like, <laughs> right. I'm an intellect. Yeah, out of my way of peasants. I don't, I'm going to watch films. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. I am so proud of our selections for, you know, end of last year, oh, beginning yeah. of oh, this yeah. year. I mean, we're talking, uh, I think your first verses, right, was the, the, the Nick Cage three-way. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and then we jumped from that to Apocalypse Now versus Aguare Wrath of God, which yep. was amazing. And then, you know, we're doing Casablanca Citizen Kane. We're doing... And then we're jumping from that to Kickboxer Bloodsport. But yeah. then we're, wing wing we're doing our Wing Wing, wing three-way. Wing. We're doing Mission to Moscow versus Gabriel over the White House. I know no one's fucking heard of that shit, you know? Right. We're doing an Andy Sedaris marathon. 
marathon, you okay. know, a Shaw Brothers marathon. Yep. We're doing um, Miami Connection versus <laughs> um, the LA Street Fighters. We you should know? throw a hard ticket to Hawaii in there. No, that's it. the Andy Sedaris. No, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're already yeah. doing it. Awesome. <laughs> but, but look, awesome. at, look at that diversity right there in oh, film. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe uh, there will be blood versus Citizen Kane. Um, and this has inspired also another one I would like to to look at later. Maybe a Lawrence Arabia versus either Ben Hur or a Lawrence Arabia versus Gone with the Wind. So there's uh, some really great stuff coming up, man. And then we're doing, you know, um, a marathon with Jason and Freddie. Freddie, yeah. Uh, yeah. Martial arts tournament. So there's a lot of great stuff, man. Just let um, me know when you're just, ready for the trauma. Yeah, no, it's going to come. <laughs> it, it will, it'll be there. I'm I want to touch. it has it yet. I want to touch yeah. everything, you know. Um, real quick before we end this, do you have the poll results? Yeah. I forgot yeah, yeah. to bring that up. They're pretty similar to how things played out here. Which is uh, kind of rare, right? It Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah really. Uh, Casablanca had 34. Citizen Kane was nine. Oh Jesus! Okay. Wow. So yeah, no. Nor I would I would say normally, oh, man, ninety percent of the time, whatever the poll says, the, the results are like the exact fucking yeah. opposite of the table because it's like you might have a film like Casablanca that is easily easily digestible. It is more accessible to a lot of audiences, and you you might look at the you might look at the data here and be like, well. You know what? People just haven't fucking seen Citizen Kane, probably. You know what right. I mean? And so maybe that's why it's so much. But you know, yeah, it won <laughs> pretty pretty resoundingly. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. so were there any comments? Yeah, well, Kyle Brown, who I know it's like his favorite movie, right? He's like, you know, to me, the greatest movie in every aspect is Casablanca. You know, I'm still captivated by it to this day. Uh, my wife Rachel, who's you know, she only sat for half of uh, Citizen Kane, but she was like, I loved Casablanca in every way. Uh, Bill Wheat of the two, Casablanca. Steve Spikerman's both are classics in their own right. Uh, there were a couple Kane people. Brian James, you got to be kidding me. Citizen Kane, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> uh, Robin Sinier said, I picked Citizen Kane if only because Orson Welles invented techniques out of the blue that are still being used to this day. Yeah, which we didn't even bring it up, but you know, we did a John Wayne marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, Orson Welles watched Stagecoach like 45 oh, fucking yeah. times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he just kept on watching it so we could understand filmmaking and, right. you know, changing the camera from left to right. And, you know, he would just uh, pride Mark, and glory. I forgot about that. Pride, yeah, pride yeah. and glory. Oh. So it, it was his own film school was watching old John Ford right. movies, you know. Um, that was really cool. But uh, it was funny. Um, I knew that's, that's weird because that's like a parallel with another like film autodidact is is mm. uh, Tarantino, right? Did, yeah, exactly. Just on, exactly. Is Kevin Smith too, or you know, you yeah, know, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of sort of parallels you can draw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was funny with uh, with Kyle Brown. He's on our council, and uh, today I was really fucking with him hard yeah, because I, I knew <laughs> I pulling his hair out listening to this. You dumb motherfucker! Yes, I nothing. <laughs> that's why today I was hooking him a couple times. I posted. Um, what was it? The Room. Okay. Yeah. The Room in Casablanca. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. The Room in Citizen Kane. Yeah. I put up uh, something else with Citizen Kane. You put up um, an interview with it. White right. Stripes with Citizen Kane. Yeah. And then I, um, I, I said that uh, some of the, the quotes were dumb or stupid. And uh, I have a feeling going into the night, he probably thinks that Citizen I'm sure he does. Especially because <laughs> we work together. And uh, so, like, I, I this whole week I've been, like, just hammering him, like, I'm a Kane guy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I don't know how, you know, help me explain, help me understand yeah, yeah. what you, you see. Be like, hey, get ready to revive me. You want yeah, Kane, yeah. man? So he probably thinks it's going to be all that. never getting into the I wasn't going to give him. I'm going to laugh at you when it doesn't get I wasn't going to give him an inkling, dude, that is, like, 14 to 4 for me mm. for Casablanca, you know? Um, but it was funny. Um, I. To end this, I want to get your guys' opinions, okay? Because um, I love the quotes 
in Casablanca. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I think they're fun. I think they're great. Yeah. But in context, like you look at AFI's top, you know, 100 quotes and, and shit. Um, some of those quotes were, um, you know, like at the end there. What's what does he say? Um, round up the usual suspects. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, so Kyle and I were going back and forth, and I was trying to bait him a little bit, and I did. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, um, I will uh, hold hold to this, and. You know, like, they're great quotes. They're iconic quotes for an iconic movie. But to say that they were the best lines ever... If I literally wrote a screenplay tomorrow and put round up the usual suspects. You know, that's... You know, there's so many other great quotes that, you know, like, we need a bigger boat. Um, Cousin Wayne, round up the usual suspects or yippee-ki-yay motherfucker. I'm going to go yippee-ki-yay motherfucker. Exactly. It's not even on that fucking Where we're going, we don't need But to say that... Exactly. (laughs) To say that's the... The, the the six top or the best lines in movie history right. is I don't know I, I don't I don't agree Stretching with that. It. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love sure. them I think they're great but what do you guys think about that like looking at you kid it's iconic for the time and for the movie but when you start thinking about it, I was like why does he fucking call her a kid <laughs> you know well she's half his age well I'm done <laughs> I think it's hard to see it as they saw it at the time because we don't know how much of that stuff hadn't been said before they said it, yeah. right? We grew up with the usual suspects as like a movie that we like watching, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not that like breakout of a like maybe that was a really snappy yeah. phrase at the time. It's like, who's like you, who are you going to call? Right. <laughs> no special, right? No, no, no. Uh, here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You 70s motherfucker that made these fucking rules well, in 1972. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. That might feed back into some of the self-congratulatory nature of Hollywood we were talking right. about uh, earlier where they sort of like lionize their own, uh, right? Mm-hmm. So they go back and these are the greatest quotes ever because these yeah, are the yeah, ones yeah. we've all sort of agreed or what. But I think there's a lot to it and... Um, when I went and looked at like some of the better quotes, I, they basically just printed the the, yeah. the script. <laughs> the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was all good. I mean, it like was... in context, the, uh, yeah, the dialogue they, it's all is way better yeah, in context. It, it, way better in context, but it's like, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, right? Or play it again, Sam. <laughs> right, you know, they don't even say the play it again, Sam. Sam. <laughs> who the fuck is Sam? <laughs> and what's he playing? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So where we're going, we don't need fucking wheels, you know? Yeah. It's like, what are Wheel. some other quotes? Wheels. Yeah. Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I thought that was uh, a, a little a little crazy when I see yeah. that that's like the top sure. quotes. But I do love the dialogue and the interactions in Casablanca. So you know, I'll support that to a certain extent. But uh, to say it's the top is a little bizarre. <laughs> but um, is there anything else you want to add before we shut this down? I think we covered it pretty well, man. Did you get a final comment? Yeah, I think but, so, man. Okay. So um, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's verses. Um, where can Video Land find you? Uh, Facebook or Instagram. I love that you have an Instagram. I know I always <laughs> say that, but like, I think of Instagram as like 20-something-year-old girls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking cousin <laughs> Wayne. Welcome like, to my world, Nathan. <laughs> you're, you're an original Captain Renault. <laughs> <laughs> You want to see my horror movie collection? <laughs> no, he's got, like, he's got the same. You can even find my site on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to see my horror movie collection? You have to fuck me first. <laughs> Cousin Wayne, a.k.a. Uncle Touchy. <laughs> or Grandpa Wayne. <laughs>
<laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Can we end this All so right. I can take a piss? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh man! All right. Um, now you find me on Facebook on Adventures of Video Lands, uh, RosebudKumate.com, uh, GrandpaTouchy.com. Can we change that to Redbud? Redbud. I can't believe I said Redbud. I think it's because I was talking to you about weed or someone about weed. I'm sure it was. Yeah, 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 Redbud. Yeah, yeah. What the. Yeah, I'm, I'm chasing the uh, video land group. You find me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but not giving you that handle because that's where I do my racism. So. <laughs> Play it again, Sam. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Well, this is my Nazi sympathizer account. What would be fun if we did like the entire show and then at the end you're like an unabashed racist? <laughs> <laughs> like at the very oh, end you're like, oh, and by the way, <laughs> can we wrap this up? I got a cross my <laughs> No, that's actually a throwback to the first time I was here. That was a Kyle joke. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite oh. hero was Trouser. I mean, Trouser. <laughs> he died for his country. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He died for his country. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the hero would have been proud. Great way. Reminds me of the best joke of uh, fucking last year, I think, was in uh, The Big Sick. Yeah. And they, they, uh, the, the white American comes in. He's talking to the, uh, the Islam guy, right? The Middle Eastern dude. He goes... You know, what, he's trying to break the, the, the ice. He's like, so what did you think of 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus right? he's like, Did you know the guy? He's like, he's, like, he's like, obviously it was a tragedy. We lost three of our, like, three of our best guys. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. All right, guys, you can find us on adventuresofvideoland.com, Twitter, um, Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I feel weird saying that now, but we're on Instagram. The dark um, corners of the internet. Yeah, but their conversation ends uh, begins and ends on Facebook. So check Fuck us yeah. out there. Uh, you've been listening to criticism in its finest and grossest hour. Until next time, my good people. <laughs> Peace out. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Yep.